You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Jimmy Fallon. What's on your mind? So a photo has gone viral of hundreds of private jets sitting on the runway in Davos, Switzerland, where world leaders are gathering to discuss economic issues and climate change. Now, the crazy part is the photo was tweeted by the organizers of the conference, meaning they showed the jets on the runway to announce that everyone had flown in to kick off the climate change conference. But taking 100 private jets to your climate change conference is like opening your clean water convention with an oil spill. It's like opening an alcohol intervention with a keg stand. The point being, it's the complete opposite of what you're supposedly there to do. Like Earth to Climate people, if you want people to take your gloom and doom predictions seriously, first they have to take you seriously. Which is why climate change will continue to be a tough sell until their habit of flying private jets changes. And anyone else who tells you otherwise is just plain nuts. Be sure to listen to Fox Across America with me, Jimmy Fallon, weekdays from noon to 3 on the Fox News app and foxacrossamerica.com. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. paid for by Open Chart Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown the chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-459-3919. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call us now, 800-459-3919. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-459-3919. That's 800-459-3919. Again, 800-459-3919. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff, even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover keytar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. My suit can still make an impression. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. 
broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. The polls are just opening now in Georgia. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's primary day. Former President Trump has backed former Senator David Perdue in Georgia's Republican primary for governor. After repeatedly saying current governor Brian Kemp has to go after his handling of Trump's 2020 election loss in the state. But Kemp remains the front runner. Trump has also backed former NFL star Herschel Walker for Senate, whose rivals have said his past, including domestic abuse allegations, make him unelectable in the fall. That's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. There are also primaries in Alabama where Congressman Mo Brooks, who lost his Trump endorsement, is among the Republicans running to succeed retiring GOP Senator Richard Shelby in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the front runner for the Republican nomination for Arkansas governor. The former White House press secretary has the endorsement of her one-time boss, former President Trump. Her father, Mike Huckabee, was Arkansas governor for more than 10 years. Fox's Jared Halpern in Texas. There are primary runoff elections in Minnesota. Primaries to fill a House seat after Congressman Jim Hagedorn's death. His widow is among the candidates. President Biden is flying home his Asian trip over after he caused a stir angering China saying if it attacked Taiwan, he would get the U.S. involved militarily. A reporter asked the president today. Mr. President, is the policy of strategic ambiguity towards Taiwan dead? No. Could you explain? No. The president said his U.S. policy has not changed, which is to provide the means for Taiwan to defend itself. And today the president met with quad leaders, including Indian Prime Minister Modi. They do not have a great track record in India for human rights and notably have not condemned Russia's war in Ukraine. Even today, things that, you know, reporters typically ask about, but that just seemed to be an annoyance to the president. Biden. Fox's Jackie Heinrich in Tokyo says the president refused to answer if he pressed Modi on India still buying Russian oil. This is the price of the gas pump rose another fraction today you know their record high 460 a gallon almost for AAA. america's listening to fox news america could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth high unemployment and high inflation that is why i recommend gold iras from birch gold group hi stephen k bannon here and i want to remind you to get birch gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold ira to get your free copy text the word shelter to 989898 with stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. You know, every three seconds there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. All the primaries and runoff elections today in five states come a week after Pennsylvanians voted. And the Republican Senate race there is still too close to call. And the vote count is now a court case. David McCormick trails Mehmet Oz by fewer than 1,000 votes in the race for the Republican nomination for Senate in November. McCormick sued Monday to have the state count mail-in ballots that may not have a handwritten date on the return envelope, as spelled out in a court order. His campaign says at least two counties have indicated they won't count those votes. By law, those written-in dates are required, but the court's decision called the written-in date immaterial. McCormick believes he is preferred on enough mail-in ballots to lift him to first place. The race is likely headed to a mandated recount if the ballots are not counted. Gernal Scott. 
Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could return to selling. Futures are down after yesterday's rebound. There's an update on the death of NFL quarterback Dwayne Haskins. He was drunk at the time he was killed crossing a Florida highway. According to the office of the Broward County Medical Examiner, Haskins had alcohol levels ranging between 0.2 and 0.24, both of which are above twice the legal limit of 0.08. Haskins' car ran out of gas and the quarterback had left his vehicle to go find some before he was struck while crossing a Florida highway. That's Fox's Mike Gunzelman. Now to the playoffs in sports. First, the NBA. White alley oop to Tatum. Oh, perfect pass from White, and it's 16 to one. The Celtics jumped out to that big lead early and hung on to beat the Heat 102-82 on ESPN. Boston and Miami now tied 2-2 in the Eastern Conference Finals. In the NHL, the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning completed a sweep of the Florida Panthers with a 2-0 win. Colorado beat St. Louis 6-3 to take a 3-1 series lead. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. Eradicated. This is not the same, right? Well, for one thing, we have a vaccine that we believe works. It's the smallpox vaccine. It has an efficacy of about 85% in general. And we stopped giving it as a country in 1972. Now, there's been talk that maybe we should gear up and get this vaccine, not for mass vaccination, but perhaps as an option for individuals who are high risk if cases continue to expand. But right now, we expect this to be fairly limited given we've had uh, monkeypox in the past. And we do see it uh, in, in a very go this sort of limited course that it's taken in the past. So in bottom line, this is not, in your view, going to be any massive outbreak in the United States at all. No, look, I think we probably have a couple dozen cases that are going to surface in the next few weeks. But I don't see this becoming epidemic in the United States, and it does appear to be difficult to transmit. It's an inefficient transmitter as a virus. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocks ending sharply higher with the S&P 500 moving away from bear market territory. The Dow rising 618 points, the Nasdaq up 181, S&P 500 up 72. And Airbnb is planning on shuttering its domestic business in China. After strict COVID lockdowns, along with mounting local competition, the home-sharing giant is a small player in China's travel industry and accounts for about 1% of Airbnb's overall revenue. And the top richest people in the world have lost more than a half a trillion dollars on paper this year. The group, including Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett, have seen a combined $563 billion in net worth evaporate through May 22nd, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. The losses for the billionaires come as the months-long sell-off in the stock market picked up speed. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-960-3377. That's 800-960-3377. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
It is 6.07 in the morning. 71 degrees right now. The Dick Faroe 5000 showing some showers just off the Iberia Parish and St. Mary Parish coasts. But uh, nothing major right now, unless, of course, you're listening to us in the Morgan City area. Right now, you have some thunderstorms over you. Rest of Acadiana looking good right now, but the rain on the way today. 60% chance of rain, according to Daniel Phillips, with a high of 86. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit. For News Talk 96.5 KPEL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in the state legislature, where three bills of note have been passed. The House gave final passage to the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from playing high school sports. If you recall, that same bill passed last year. Year. And last year, Governor Edwards vetoed that bill. Edwards indicating that he'll more than likely veto it once again this year. A bill that would fine Louisiana drivers for handheld cell phone use while behind the wheel is headed to the Senate. Brobridge Representative Mike Uvall is the bill's sponsor. He amended it several times, including lowering the fines from $500 to $50 to $100 bucks before allowing that bill to reach the House floor. The House also approved a bill that would outlaw hairstyle discrimination. The 74-24 vote came without any questions or debate. In fact, that vote took only about a minute to happen. All of this comes after a committee previously had shot down the same bill. The bill protects people with natural, protective, or cultural hairstyles from job, housing, and access discrimination. It now heads to the Senate. Meanwhile, a constitutional amendment that would eliminate the governor's line-item veto power is dead. Only 52 House members voted for the bill, far short of the 70 votes needed. In fact, members of the House who are from different parties and, in fact, are politically and legally opposed or on different sides came together to kill this bill. In fact, one lawmaker quipped that the bill's author did a good job of bringing all this diverse talent together. In Lafayette, a drunk driver is accused of or excuse me, police say a drunk driver hit a house and started a fire. It happened around 5.30 Sunday afternoon on Harrell Road. Joshua Bloom is accused of hitting two cars before running into the house. Bloom is facing first offense DWI and careless operation charges. Only minor injuries and damage were reported. In Iberia Parish, two men are facing charges after deputies say they knocked down power lines. Telephone poles and mailboxes while trying to move a home. Tony Domingue and Nico Como are accused of trying to move the home down Coto Homes Road early Sunday morning without the proper permits. The home, deputies say, was too wide for the road and got stuck. Deputies say Domingue and Como then abandoned the home in the middle of the road. The incident left nearly 700 homes without power. Back in Lafayette, Dwight Bo Ramsey has died. Ramsey was a veteran of World War II and the Korean conflict, receiving the Purple Heart after being wounded during the latter conflict. In the 1960s, he moved to Lafayette, where he made his name as an oil and gas entrepreneur and as a civic leader. In 2015, he was one of 11 people wounded during the Grand Theater shooting, and that happened because he stood up to confront the gunman. Funeral arrangements are pending. Bo Ramsey was 94 years old. School will soon be out, and kids will have a lot of free time on their hands. That's why Lafayette Police is reminding parents of the city's curfew. That curfew, 11 to 6, Sunday through Thursday, midnight to 6, Fridays to Saturday. It applies to minors under the age of 17 years old. Keep in mind, if parents are with the minor, curfew does not apply. In sports, two Louisiana Raging Cages are named to the All-Sun Belt Conference team. Sophomore catcher Julian Rock and sophomore first baseman Carson Rockefort both earned first-team honors. The Cajuns Open Sun Belt Tournament play tomorrow against South Alabama. Nobody won the Powerball last night, Bernie. Jackpot up to $135 million. Somebody in Texas, though, won a million dollars. Here in Louisiana, most anybody won was $200. And finally. Yes, sir. Firefighters coming to the rescue once again. Oh. We go to West Virginia for this one. Yesterday we had a story about a dog stuck in a storm drain. Yeah. 
Firefighters in West Virginia rescued 11 ducklings <laughs> from a storm drain. <laughs> Oh, so, so we go to where in West Virginia is this one? This is in the Taze Valley. Not exactly sure where that is, but it's somewhere in West Virginia. We know that much. Um, the firefighters noticed Mama Duck standing nearby. Mm. So they so they figured something was yep. up. So they went in the storm drain, and that's when they found Aww. the 11 ducklings trapped. Aww. So they were able to safely remove all the ducklings. They reunited them with their mother, and then they waddled on to wherever they were supposed they were going. to be going. I would imagine, and we've Sweet. seen this happen before, where yeah. Mama Duck was waddling, may have been waddling over a graded storm drain yeah. on the road, and the ducklings, not big enough, just dropped through. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine bit. that's how they got stuck. Yeah, it sounds like it, right? I mean, that seems like that would be kind of the natural way of things, because the, the, they're so li- little and tiny, and they're just walking along, and whoops. Oh. Mm-hmm. So glad I love when you have these stories, you know, because I mean, it's 612 in the morning. Think about that, right? Yeah, it's 612. We need people we are need waking stories up like this. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. much better than a story of firefighters rescuing a fat guy from a from a bathtub. Well, That's like yeah, a duckling in a storm drain. I understand what you're saying. Although if it was me, I would want them to come and rescue me, even if they need a <laughs> forklift or jaws of life to get me out of the uh, bathtub. I'm just going to be totally honest about that. And put that right there but yeah no that's a sweet story it's so so nice it so is nice. it's a tuesday morning the rain is coming we need to be in a good mood before the rain gets here yeah you're absolutely right um today could be a big one so make sure you carry that big old umbrella this morning and of course we got more in your forecast coming up right now News update brought to you by home furniture plus bedding over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery home furniture plus bedding welcome home Kadiana is going to see some widely scattered showers and a handful of thunderstorms out there starting probably late morning and going on into the early afternoon. Storms are going to largely be moving from south to north throughout the course of the day. Around some of those thunderstorms could end up with a pretty decent downpour or two. A lot of lightning associated with some of them as well. So we'll have to keep our eyes out maybe for a strong thunderstorm as we make our way through the day. Overnight, we do see it a bit of a break in the action. Mostly cloudy skies linger, but showers are going to be returning tomorrow. In fact, a wetter day tomorrow. Showers going to be a little more sustained and longer lasting for your Wednesday. A couple strong thunderstorms in the mix then as well. This should all be clearing out by Thursday morning and gradually clearing skies through the day on Thursday. Dry air gets into the area, so humidity is going to be dropping. A couple nice evenings coming up. Lows could be in the 60s by the end of the week, and we could see a return of that sunshine just in time for, for Memorial Day weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, double checking what's happening in traffic. We've got a crash with injuries. West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. That's West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. Please be careful out there. Our traffic update brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm. For a lifetime, five hundred. It's coming up now at six seventeen on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee and Ian Ozan here with you. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. How? Oh, good lord! Why do I sound like Bonnie <laughs> Tyler this morning? 
I don't know, man. Uh, what's the deal? Uh, you Was there a lot of drinking last night? No, there wasn't. I slept after the show yesterday. I got up. I went back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and my voice, for some reason, is not cooperating mm. this morning. I don't know what the hell's going okay, on. Okay. I think, secretly, you're not telling us the truth. There must have been lots of cocktails. Was there karaoke last night, too, somewhere? No, the there truth. was no karaoke. We went out to dinner. I went by a lotto ticket, didn't win. Right. And came back home and took mm. my happy butt to bed. I know. We're You and I tell you, we got these ragingly fun social lives, you know? We do those crazy things like go to dinner and then go home and go to sleep. Hmm, too funny. No, and I woke up this morning sounding like I should be recording Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> you do you do kind of sound like Bonnie Tyler, but it's fun. It's fun. It's different. It's different, <laughs> but damn, whenever I hear my voice crack the way it did when I said, good morning, Bernie, it's like, good Lord. Uh, well, are you taking an allergy pill? Everybody I know is taking one. Maybe that's it. Well, maybe, maybe need I one? need to. Either that or I'm hitting puberty a few years late. I don't know. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> well, I sure wasn't expecting that response. That was a good one. Well played, sir. Well played. Oh, I, my I don't goodness. know. It's, man, uh, whatever it is, it's rough. Yeah. And and I've got my bottle of water near me. You know how I am with that. I'm chugging that, hoping that it'll clear things up, but I don't know. <laughs> you're going to think you're going to be all right. <laughs> I don't know, unless it's a piece of that taco shell that's lodged in my throat that's still there. I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. Well, I certainly hope not, my friend. I hope everything is going to be okay. <laughs> I hope so, too. Man. Oh, you just crack me This up. is my livelihood right here. I right? need this. I'm with you. I totally I get that. I need this voice because without it, <laughs> I don't know if there's much of anything else that will make me any money. <laughs> Well, okay, so Tuesday's here. We're going to have uh, lots of interviews coming up this morning, of course. And, um, you know, for a lot of kids and for parents, the teachers, uh, the rejoicing is going to begin soon because most kids, wow, they're going to be getting out of school this week. And, you know, you mentioned the curfew. Uh, we wrote up a little reminder story about it yesterday, and it is a good reminder, you know, because summertime is so much fun. But, you know, there are some rules if you're 17 and under, you know, and, and by yourself, you know, after 11 p.m. on those weekdays, kids need to be at home or at one place. You can't be out and about gallivanting um, and parents and, and guardians really need to pay attention to that. Yeah. And again, if you are if your kids are going to be out and about, if there are anything, any gatherings going on, make sure you are there. Make sure you're with them, because, again, if you are with them and responsible, then the curfew does not apply. But if your right. kids are by themselves, then all bets are off. Mm, now, here's mm. the thing with that. And again, this may be my generation. Growing up, we were the we were the first to be on the internet at that age. We didn't want to go anywhere. We just wanted right. to stay home and see what was online <laughs> and what we could get away with. Sure. <laughs> nowadays, you know, every nowadays these kids are like, oh, I want to go out, go out, and they wind up somewhere. All they do is sit on their phones. It's like, yeah, I know, I know. What is the point of leaving your house if you're just going to be talking on your phone? And speaking of that, look, how many people do you know? Like when you get together at a gathering or whatever, and people are still communicating with each other, or not even communicating with each other, but just sitting on their phones, you know, looking at stuff on social media. I just I the the art of conversation, I think, unfortunately, continues to deteriorate with people. And then you have the art of conversation where some are able to do it. But I think the art of conversation, it, it 
I don't know if it's deteriorated as much as now that we have an excuse not to make small talk. Mm, maybe so. Because small talk, and I'm one of these people, small talk is awfully uncomfortable. I know. Unless I have something to say. Right. I'm not going to talk. I learned a long time ago, don't speak for the sake of speaking. Right. And here I am in radio. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> but but no one can see us right now. Right. Nobody can see us. <laughs> but the thing with that is, if I'm with someone, because the atomic law will say, all you do is sit on your phone. You don't talk. I'm like, I have nothing to say. I, I have nothing to contribute that is relevant or true. Well, but maybe you do, and you just don't know that you do. Have you ever noticed that? Because as you said... When, like, you're into the topic or there is something, you, I mean, you and I, oh, my gosh, Ian, you know, we talk on the radio all day, but then we have conversations all day, too. And when you and Brandon and I get together, Lord help anyone that walks into the room when the three of us are together, Mm -hmm. they will never be able to get a word into the conversation. Nor will they know what we're (laughs) laughing at either. And chances are we're laughing at them. Oh, you said it. I didn't. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You're I kid too funny. because I care. No, you do kid because you care. You're adorable. Um, so Tuesday morning is here. We're going to talk about hitting the road. Um, we obviously know that this is going to be a busy time for most people um, because a lot of families take their kids on vacation right after school ends. The Memorial Day, uh, uh, you know, weekend, if you will, is coming up. So Oftentimes, people will travel, even if they're not going for that big vacation. They might go to, I don't know, grandma's house or something. Um, And we just need to be prepared for, you know, the extra traffic. Try to, you know, keep on board in our back of our minds about, Mm -hmm. gee, we have to have a little bit of patience because there might be other people on the road. But it can be super frustrating. And yesterday, the traffic, wow. Now, it was about 4.30. No, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, About 3.15 or so, I was running some errands. And, man, I happened to just be going on Johnson Street, and there was tons of traffic out there. It makes me wonder if a lot of people are still in town from the prior week's graduations. Probably so. There may be people who are who are still hanging around. There may be people. I don't know what the influx of people are or what the influx of people means because it's one of those weird things where traffic in Lafayette seems heavier. But is that a, a result of some of the construction we're seeing as well? Oh, maybe. Because we're also seeing some construction on Ambassador Caffrey. That's still going on. Kali Saloon is still happening. And some of the other side roads where work is happening, people may be looking for alternate routes. So mm-hmm. that may be the reason why we're seeing more traffic. Yeah. But again, it's Lafayette. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's a good point. Okay, so have you been swimming yet this year? No, I have not, and that's something that I need to do, and something I need to put uh, need to get back doing, because that's uh, getting in the water, doing the resistance exercises. There was a huge mm. help when I was doing it, and of course, me. It's like I'll do that tomorrow, and then tomorrow never comes. <laughs> You know, Ian, that sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, although, remember last week we had Dr. Sherwood on and we were kind of talking about the 10-minute thing of, you know, if you're trying to get started again on on any kind of exercise, even if you just do 10 minutes to kind of get yourself started, I at least found uh, there, I have a pair of 10-pound weights Mm -hmm. and a pair of 20-pound weights. And I did start it last week, but I only did it one day. So I was like, man, I'm trying to create a habit. But doesn't it take like 21 days or something to, to actually cement a new habit? 
it, it's something like that. It's either two or three weeks. I forget which it is. And that was the case when I started doing the tennis wall, working from home during the pandemic. Yeah. It took a little while to get in that rhythm. The first day it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Then after you get outside and you do it, it's like, okay, this yeah. feels good. Yeah. You go back and then you go back and you go back. And that was the beauty of being able to work from home during the pandemic, especially working at, at Channel 3 at the time, mm -hmm. was because if I was working GMA, I got off at 8.30 in the morning, I could go to the park right after. If I wasn't working GMA, I was working the 10 o'clock show, so I wake up at 9 in the morning, go to the park, get back, get on the clock for 2 o'clock, and not have to worry about driving anywhere, not have to worry about having to be somewhere else. On a, on a day where I was running really late, I could get on the conference call right out of the shower, just throw a T-shirt on, and nobody would know. <laughs> and that's I the best it. part about working from home. As long as you show up and as long as they see your face on camera, they don't know what else is going on. They just know you're there. <laughs> true. No, that's that's very true. So, you know, I have to commend you because it's so hot. I know you love to, to go in and play against the tennis wall, and, and, but, man, how do you do it in the heat? You have to you have to find the right time of day to go. And okay. at Gerard Park, there's enough shade with the trees mm -hmm. where if you time it just right, if you go early enough in the morning or late enough in the afternoon, you can find that window where, yeah, it's hot and humid, but you're not getting the direct sunlight. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, and this is where I started my hydration routine was during that time, oh, drink right. a ton of water because if you're out there in that heat, no matter how much shade you have, and you get hot, it's going to be absolutely miserable. Uh, and not only that, but for, for the longest time, I doing slow-pitch softball umpiring in the dead of summer, you get used to that heat. Mm. Now that I've not done yeah, it in a nah, while, and, yeah. and this year particularly, I've, I've realized, like, damn, I've, I need to get <laughs> reacclimated to the heat. Dude, I just can't take it. Even those first few days when I'm trying to do that, and like, okay, you know, it's not going to be so bad and it's going to be good and I can make it through this. And then by the third day, I'm like, oh, I can't go out there again. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter of finding that right window and right time of going out to do it. Because if you pick, if you go at high noon or even at 11 in the morning, if you go there, if you hit that sweet spot late morning, early mm. afternoon, it's absolutely brutal. And been there, done that. There are days I've been on the walls like 10 minutes. It's like, uh-uh, Yeah, I can't this. do it. Yeah. So, well, again, I commend you for that because I just, ooh, Lord, just can't do it in this heat. All right, it's coming up now on 628. Don't forget the umbrella, as Ian and I were saying. And, of course, you heard Daniel Phillips talking about it. Ooh, man, we might see. We're definitely going to deal with showers, maybe some heavy-duty thunderstorms. So we'll be dealing with all of that today. So just keep that in mind and keep the umbrella with you. Ian's got to look at headlines coming up. And you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 6.32 in the morning. Right now, the Dick Faro 5000 showing showers across St. Mary Parish and the coastal Iberia Parish coming up uh, through Marsh Island towards Iberia and Vermilion Parish as the rest of Acadiana looking good right now. 
Bad news, though, is more showers on the way a little bit today, or a little bit later on today. 60% chance of thunderstorms, high of 86. Daniel Phillips has a full look at the forecast coming up in just a little while for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in the state legislature where three bills of note have been passed. The House gave final passage to the Senate bill banning transgender athletes from, from playing high school sports. Governor John Bell Edwards vetoed that bill last year. A bill that would fine Louisiana drivers for handheld cell phone use while behind the wheel is headed to the Senate. Robridge Representative Mike Huval is the bill's sponsor. He amended it several times, including lowering the fines to $500 to $100 before allowing that bill to get a vote on the House floor. The House also approved a bill that would outlaw hairstyle discrimination. The 74-24 vote came without any questions or debate. In fact, it only took a minute for the vote to take place. The bill protects people with natural protective or cultural hairstyles from job, housing, and access discrimination. It now heads to the Senate. Meanwhile, a constitutional amendment that would eliminate the governor's line item veto power is dead. Only 52 House members voted for the bill. That's far short of the 70 needed. In Lafayette, police say a drunk driver hit a house and started a fire. It happened around 5.30 Sunday afternoon on Harrell Road. Joshua Bloom is accused of hitting two cars before running into the house. Bloom is facing first offense DWI and careless operation charges. Only minor injuries and damages reported. In Iberia Parish, two men are facing charges after deputies say they knocked down power lines, telephone poles, and mailboxes. Well, how did they do it? Deputies say they tried to move a home without a permit. Tony Domingue and Nico Como were accused of trying to move that home down Koto Homes Road. Problem was, the home, according to deputies, was too wide for the road and got stuck when it was tangled in the power poles and the lines and the mailboxes and a couple trees. Deputies say Domingue and Como then abandoned the home in the middle of the road. The incident left nearly 700 homes without power. Back in Lafayette, a passing to note, Dwight Bo Ramsey has died. Ramsey was a veteran of World War II and the Korean War. He received the Purple Heart after being wounded during the latter conflict. In the 1960s, Ramsey moved to Lafayette, where he made his name as an oil and gas entrepreneur and as a civic leader. In 2015, he was one of the 11 people wounded during the Grand Theater shooting after he stood up to confront the gunman. Funeral arrangements for Mr. Ramsey are pending. Dwight Bo Ramsey was 94 years old. School will be out soon. Kids will have a lot of free time, and that means parents need to keep a watchful eye over their kids. The Lafayette Police Department is reminding parents of the city's curfew. That curfew is 11 to 6 Sunday through Thursday and midnight to 6 on Fridays and Saturdays. It applies to minors under the age of 17. In sports, two Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns are named for the All-Sun Belt team. Sophomore catcher Julian Brock and sophomore first baseman Carson Rockefort both earned first-team honors. The Cajuns open Sun Belt tournament play tomorrow against South Alabama. Nobody won the big Powerball jackpot last night. It rises to $135 million for tomorrow. Mega Millions tonight worth $143 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And Bernie, it's now time for Cartridge World Trivia. Oh, I love it. All right, Cartridge World on the Ambassador or in the Ambassador Rose Shopping Center where they can help you save money on all the needs of your ink for your home printers and company printers, etc. All right. Help me. All right. So since I'm making fun of the sound of my voice today and I describe uh, myself as yes. uh, sounding like Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Let's go with the music of Bonnie Tyler. Today. Oh, boy. OK, this is going to be interesting because I, I think I only know one song, but OK. <laughs> well, there, she's had a few songs. Okay. Her first hit was 1978's It's a Heartache. Oh, yeah. What a great song. OK. 
now here's the thing. Bonnie Tyler's version was also recorded and came out at the same time as this versions recorded by a couple of other female musicians. Mm. Now, this this will not count for anything. This is just a warm up question. Okay. All right. Would you like to take a guess as to what uh, as to what singers, who by the way also scored number one hits during their time, recorded "It's a Heartache" back in the um, 77, 78 time span? I'm. Uh, for some reason, Kim Carnes is coming to mind. I don't know why. No, but you're in the right era mm. in terms of in terms of, of people. Who did it? Uh, did Linda Ronstadt cover that? I'll give you a hint. Okay. Queen of Hearts and Angel of the Morning. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Juice Newton was That's one. That's it. And apparently Ronnie Spector recorded a version of it. I've Did never he really? heard Yeah, I, I've never heard either version of of their songs. I only know Bonnie Tyler's and again it's not my favorite. Right, so okay. I sound like Bonnie Tyler and Total Eclipse of the Heart. Mm. So Total Eclipse of the Heart was one of two songs written by David Steinman, written and produced by David Steinman. Okay. That Topped the Billboard Hot 100 in October of 1983. Total right. Eclipse of the Heart was number one. The other song peaked at number two behind Total Eclipse. Um, what song was it? And if you think about it, they sound alike. Is it that hero? No, not holding out for a hero. Not holding out for a hero. It's a song recorded by Air Supply. Uh, making love out of nothing at all. That's it. Steinman oh. became Steinman became the first, and I think so far only person to write and produce the same song. Of, no, 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 that's not the case. Steinman wrote and produced them, but they have the distinction of having the same writer, producer, and backing band. At number one and number two. Nobody else has ever done that before. Neat. With two separate artists. Uh, Bonnie Tyler's uh, signature raspy voice comes after she ignored a doctor's order. Oh. What did she do to get her raspy voice? Uh, she was drinking a lot? <laughs> no, actually, she had vocal surgery. Oh, really? And, and she was under strict orders not to talk, not to oh, sing, not to do anything. Boy. She made the mistake of talking, and it permanently impacted her voice. God, man. Well, and thankfully, she still ended up with a career, but man, that's got to be. And here's your last one. Okay. Her most no one of her most notable performances of Total Eclipse of the Heart happened only about six years ago. Hmm. Eh, something's rattling around in my brain, but I don't remember why. What event or what event caused Bonnie Tyler to go viral uh, because of a total eclipse of the heart? I'm assuming it's an eclipse. Yep, it was a solar <laughs> eclipse. She sang Total Eclipse of the Heart during the solar eclipse a few years ago while on a cruise ship in the middle of the Atlantic uh, Ocean. Yes, that's right. I love it. I love the cruise ship aspect of it too. That's super fun. Oh, Which I, I'm I'm a, I'm sorry I didn't know it was happening until it ran on TV. Yeah, I would have loved to have been there for that. Wow. And okay. you mentioned holding out for a hero. God, mm -hmm. I forgot about that song. That's a well, that's a fantastic song. What soundtrack was it on? Uh, all I remember was it played in the movie Footloose. That's and, the soundtrack. There you go. Okay, and the I love the piano. Yeah, in that uh, in that song. Let's God, see, holding out for a hero, according to Wikipedia. If it's on Wikipedia, yeah. you know it's true. Oh well, yes, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. No, <laughs> uh, let's see. It, it was there. Rory Dodd was on backing vocals. Let's see. Let's see who was on it. Uh, Rory Dodd did backing vocals, as was Eric Troyer. Of course, they did everything that Jim uh, the Steinman did. Uh -huh. 
Tom Bones Malone of the Blues Brothers uh, played horns, as did Mr. F Fabulous Alan Rubin. Who's on the piano, though? Mm. Sterling Smith. Don't know him. He was uh, okay. Usually it's the guy who played piano for Springsteen who did the pianos for Bonnie Tyler's work huh. and for Steinman, too, but it uh, one not here. Amazingly, even though it's one of her, mo her most famous songs, peaked at number 34 on the pop chart. Really? Barely cracked the top four. No kidding. Huh. Yeah, you would have thought that that would have done so much better. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, she's still making royalties on it every time it pops yeah, up in a commercial or a absolutely. TV show. Absolutely, and you know it probably still plays across the country anyway. Oh, God, you yeah, know, and that's the best stations. part about it. Yeah. Musicians don't care if it hits number one or if mm. it doesn't crack the chart. As long as they get royalties on the commercials and the TV usage, they're good. Look, man, you're so clever and you love music. That's what you need to like in your spare time as your hobby. You need to start writing songs. You know, that could be your retirement plan. I Think know, about how great those would be. My problem is, if I wrote a song, it would be something to the effect, I, w I woke up this morning, ba -ba -da -da, I reached for the phone, ba -ba -da -da, I called the bank, ba -da 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 -da, to get a car loan. And you can figure it out, the, figure out the rest of it from there. <laughs> Ian, oh, I tell you, it's coming up now at 642. Good morning, Acadiana, especially if you're just joining us. To all the teachers out there. It's not much longer now. Which, by the way, I have some teachers are already done. Ah. The kindergarten teachers of the world yeah. and a few eighth grade teachers. Some eighth grade graduations happened last night. Congratulations, ah. you are free. And with that in mind, I get to go visit Opelousas uh, day, uh, day after tomorrow on Thursday. One of my favorite people retiring after Aww. 33 years in the system, Julie Link. Longtime kindergarten teacher at Park Vista Elementary School. She was my kindergarten teacher back in the day. And she finally, after about 10 years of saying this will be my last year, this year indeed is her last year. <laughs> uh, her, uh, her co-workers yesterday took her out to lunch and margaritas, as good teachers do. Yes, take that's right. For margaritas. I mean, yes, that's a, that's a nice co-worker and a friend. <laughs> so, so to Miss Julie, uh, well done. Congratulations. Well deserved. And, and she's closing out her classroom. She'll be there on th she'll be at Park Vista Thursday. So I'm going to run up there, go say hello, and and give her a congratulations in person. One of my favorite people of all time, and and that's the beauty of it. This is where people think, oh, teachers, they're with a kid for nine months. No, a good teacher changes the life yes. of a student. And Amen. I've had a lot of those in my life. Mm -hmm. We we're very lucky. Um, you and I both, because we had so many great, great teachers over the years. And to all those teachers, hang tough. You know, if it's uh, maybe for some, it's like, oh, it's, this, you know, the second to last day. And then tomorrow might be a half day. Or even if you have to wait till Friday, we're all thinking about you. We're all thinking about you, teachers. It's and remember, yeah. if it's one of those situations where it calls for, remember, you can go to a couple novelty shops in Lafayette and buy a necktie with the flask built in. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> the tie flask okay. is fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sounding rough when talking, now I'm all choked up. That's hilarious, <laughs> Ian. That is exactly what we need. We need to go and buy those. That, that, that's a done deal. I mean, come on, man. I but will tomorrow, make that happen. Uh, we will make yes, it happen. We, we must. All right, 644 on Acadiana's Morning News. Your news update is brought to you by <laughs> Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com.
Widely scattered showers and thunderstorms across Acadiana. That picking up late morning and going on into the early afternoon. It's going to be mostly cloudy skies through the rest of the day. Temperatures going to be staying in the 80s. Today will be upper 80s. Winds from the south at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight going to be getting down into the 70s with a wetter day on the way for tomorrow before clearing out on Thursday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Cloudy skies, 70 here at the Cape Hill Studios. And our weather update brought to you by Ross Tire and Service. Yes, summer is here for a lot of people. They get to already start heading to the beach this week. And if you're doing that or you're saying, ah, I might head out on Memorial Day. Look, get your vehicle into Ross Tire and Service on Cully Saloon. Make sure it's actually roadworthy. You know, we drive our vehicles so much and people are back and forth and you wait in lines maybe to pick up your kids or drop them off at an event. And it's always back and forth. It's hot out there. Make sure that you get the professionals at Ross Tire and Service to become part of your family. They'll take care of you. They'll check out your vehicle. And maybe there's any kind of repair you might need, whether it's your brakes or your AC, if the engine, you're worried about it. Look, Ross Tire and Service has everything. They've got great tires. They have excellent customer service and expert staff who really they'll just kind of hug you in their arms take care of your vehicle and that leaves the stress to them and not to you if you want to tell them what's going on with your vehicle or that you just need to check up go to rostarlafayette.com they're going to treat you like family News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Traffic crash with injuries. West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. That's West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. Please be careful out there. It's coming up now in 649 here on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. All right, the lanes of Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. We're talking about a crash with injuries. The Congress lanes are closed right now. So that's West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. The Congress lanes closed due to a crash with injuries. We'll keep you updated throughout the morning. Is that both lanes or is that uh, According just one? to, well, one of our uh, folks that works here, he passed by it and said there was an issue. Don also checked in uh, via the app text feature and he said both of the lanes uh, were closed in that area. So we'll work to get some more information too. And if anybody's in that area, if you can send us a picture or give us another update, we appreciate the help. You guys really are eyes and ears. So News at KPL965.com, or if you just want to tell us what you're seeing out there, use the KPL app, and you'll be able to just get right into the studio with us here. And thank you uh, for all of the help, everybody yeah. that you do give. And this is one of those rare times where I will say use Johnson Street as an alternate route. Yeah. Because if you're taking Congress in that area, you really have only two options. as Johnson Street and Aros Landry. So... Uh, Avoid the area it, based on what we're hearing right now, and I'm looking at that text message as well. Uh, it doesn't sound good. Don't know how long it'll take for the situation to clear, so mm -hmm. just steer clear of Congress Street right now, if at all possible. You know, in your news, you mentioned uh, the passing of Bo Ramsey, um, and what a life uh, this, this man had, 94 years old, and so many different things, receiving the Purple Heart after being wounded, um, he was a veteran of World War II and the Korean War. And, of course, in the 60s, 
uh, had the oil and gas um, business that he started here and just a, a fixture in this community for so many years and giving to a lot of organizations uh, throughout the area. And as you mentioned, in 2015, he was one of the people that stood up to the shooter at the Grand 16. Right. And the process became one of the 11 people who was wounded. Mm -hmm. And his wife also wounded in that shooting as well. They both survived. And I never had a chance to meet Bo Ramsey. I've heard the name. I know the legacy. And when you... When you find out that he's died, when you read the obituary this morning, which was in The Advocate, it's, it, it shocks you because even though you've never met him, you know the impact that he's had mm-hmm. on this city, on the city's economy, yes. and on really the makeup of this town. Yes. He was involved with, just outside of oil and gas, was involved in a host of civic organizations, too many to list here. His his money, his uh, he donated his own money into lord knows how many organizations yep. to this city so without bo ramsey this this place is not what it is today no you're absolutely right um and for that he was honored with uh, being a civic cup recipient um and so you know like you said even though you may not have met him in person it's obvious to see what kind of impact he had on our our particular area And thankfully, you know, we were lucky enough to have this man um, in our community. Um, So obviously prayers go out to all his family and friends. Right. Funeral arrangements are pending right now. Once we find that out, we will certainly let you know via the the website and here on air on Acadiana's Morning News. But Bo Ramsey, what a life lived, what a man he was. And we're all better for having been in his realm. Absolutely. It's coming up now in 6.53. Today, bring the umbrella. Daniel Phillips says 60% of our Acadiana area will be dealing with some showers. We could see some heavy lightning, maybe some severe storms today. A high at 86. Few showers, maybe overnight. 75 are overnight low. And then more rain in the forecast for tomorrow. 30% for Thursday. Uh, Things shaping up better for the holiday weekend. It's coming up now on 6.54. Here's a novel idea. Why not hold big tech CEOs personally responsible when their company breaks the law? In Washington, D.C., that's exactly what's happening. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. The Washington, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine filed a lawsuit against Mark Zuckerberg, not Facebook, but Zuckerberg himself yesterday over the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Facebook, now calling itself Meta, sold users' personal data. It was an inside job where Facebook itself caused a security breach that exposed tens of millions of Americans' personal information. And then, Facebook spent years misleading users about its wrongful conduct. The suit claims that Zuckerberg had to know because of his complete control over Facebook operations. He was in charge and still is. So to big tech CEOs everywhere, consider this a warning. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, That's commando.com. Ever browsed in incognito mode? Well, incognito mode, like the Chrome browser itself, is a Google product. And Google has made its fortune by tracking your movements online. There's even a $5 billion class action lawsuit against the company in California, where it's accused of secretly collecting user data. Google's defense? Incognito doesn't mean invisible. So how do you actually make yourself invisible online? 
With ExpressVPN, data brokers buy and sell your IP address, which uniquely identifies you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection is encrypted and your IP address is masked, so it's harder for third parties to identify you and harvest your data. Best of all, it's so easy to use. Just have one button for instant protection. So secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. expressvpn.com slash Kim. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Investors are fastening their seatbelts for another trading day after yesterday's rally, which saw the Dow gain more than 600 points. NASDAQ and S&P 500 also rose, with all 11 of the S&P sectors in the green. Financial stocks were the best performers, another sign that we're emerging from the worst of the pandemic. Zoom says growth slowed in the first quarter as more of us are returning to our offices. Sales rose 12%. That's their lowest growth rate ever. The Wall Street Journal reports that Airbnb will stop offering places to stay in China. The paper cites people familiar with the decision in saying that strict COVID lockdowns made things worse as Airbnb already faced tough competition locally. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. They can vote now in Alabama. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, one of five states holding primaries today. GOP Congressman Mo Brooks is the most notable name in the Republican race to succeed retiring Senator Richard Shelby. For a while, Brooks had Donald Trump's endorsement, but that was taken away after Brooks urged the former president to move on from 2020. Fox's Grinnell Scott, the polls also open this hour in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was a press secretary in the Trump White House, has the former president's backing in the Republican governor's race. In Georgia, a Trump-backed candidate is hoping to unseat a governor in a Republican primary. The race pitting Governor Brian Kemp, who's endorsed by former VP Mike Pence, against Trump-backed David Perdue. President Trump eager to see Kemp and Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger ousted for blocking efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Fox's Marianne Rafferty. There are also primaries to fill a vacant House seat in Minnesota. While in Texas, there are runoffs from the March primaries with George P. Bush trying to oust fellow Republican Ken Paxton, who is the state attorney general. General. More babies were born in the U.S. last year. 
The small 1% rise was a bit of a rebound from 2020, which saw the largest one-year drop in U.S. births in nearly 50 years. But a government report says it was still 86,000 fewer than in 2019. Officials from the CDC think last year's uptick reflects births from pregnancies that had been put off during the early uncertain days of the pandemic. Fox's Chris DeMeo, President Biden is on his way home as Asian trips over, ending with a meeting with the leaders of Japan, Australia and India. We're navigating a dark hour in our shared history. The uh, Russian brutal and unprovoked war against Ukraine has triggered a humanitarian catastrophe. Though India has not condemned that or cut back on buying Russian oil, the president refused to answer reporters' questions if he pressed India's prime minister on that. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi. Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with Gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web, now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business, but LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself, and you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. It's been three months now since Russia invaded Ukraine and the fighting rages in the east again today. He made a big strategic mistake. NATO leader Jens Stoltenberg says Russian leader Vladimir Putin has made his situation worse. I believe that one of the purposes, one of the stated purposes actually with this invasion of Ukraine was to get less NATO on Russia's borders. Instead, Finland, which has an 830-mile border with Russia, has applied to join NATO, so has Sweden. Two states could join more than a dozen others, banning transgender students from competing in girls' sports. The Republican-led Indiana legislature could override GOP Governor Holcomb's veto. While in Louisiana, the legislature could also override Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards if he vetoes a similar bill. Edwards on his radio show last week saying he still believes the measure is unnecessary. Supporters argue allowing biological males on women's and girls' teams gives them an unfair advantage. Critics worry excluding transgender athletes will leave them vulnerable to bullying and harassment. That's Fox's Steve Rappaport on Wall Street. Dow futures down more than 200 points coming off yesterday's 618-point surge. The Nasdaq did a 180, literally gaining that after its recent big losses. In the NBA playoffs... The Boston Celtics dominated Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals from the start. White, alley -oop to Tatum! Oh, perfect pass from White, and it's 16-1. On ABC, the Celtics led the Miami Heat 18-1. Miami missed its first 14 field goal attempts. The Celtics even the best of seven series at two games apiece with a 102-82 victory. The NBA Western Conference Finals can end tonight. The Warriors lead the Mavericks three games to none. Game four in Dallas. Jared Max, Fox News. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning took another step toward three-peating as champs, beating Florida 2-0 to complete a sweep. Moving on to the Eastern Conference final, Colorado beat St. Louis to take a 3-1 series lead in the West. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. 
your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 7.07 in the morning, and my voice still sounds like it's going through the latter stages of puberty. I don't know what's going on this morning, <laughs> We may have to call an ENT before the day is done. Daniel Phillips says 60% chance of thunderstorms and a high of 86. In fact, looking at the Dick Faro 5000 right now, looks like the only uh, weather in the area is in the Chafalaya Basin in St. Martin, or St. Mary Parish, rather, uh, Lower St. Martin Parish, uh, and in St. Mary, making its way up. Up into the Iberia Panhandle. So again, we're seeing some scattered thunderstorms across Acadiana right now. So if you're out and about, just keep that umbrella with you. Full look at the forecast in a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in the state legislature. Three bills of note have been passed. The first came from the House. It gave final passage to the Senate bill banning transgender athletes playing high school sports. Governor Edwards vetoed that bill last year, but will he do so again this year? Brooke Thorington reports. Last year, Edwards rejected the bill which bans transgender females from competing against biological females in K-12 and collegiate sports. But political analyst Bernie Pizanat says... He won last year, but things have changed. Because there are enough votes to override the veto, and Edwards has gone on record saying the amended bill, which removes intramural sports, is significant. And so it's a better bill. Edwards could also not sign the bill, and it still becomes law without his signature. But as for this go-round... I'd be surprised if he vetoes it. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A bill that would fine Louisiana drivers for handheld cell phone use while behind the wheel is headed to the Senate. Brobridge Representative Mike Huval is the bill's sponsor. He amended it several times, including lowering the fines to $1,500 before allowing the bill to reach the floor. The House also voted to approve a bill that would outlaw hairstyle discrimination. The 74-24 vote came without any questions or debate. In fact, it took a minute from the introduction to final vote. The bill protects people with natural protective or cultural hairstyles from job, housing, and access discrimination. It now heads to the Senate. Meanwhile, a constitutional amendment that would eliminate the governor's line item veto power is dead. Only 52 House members voted for that bill. That's far short of the 70 votes needed. In Lafayette, police say a drunk driver hit a house and started a fire. Happened around 5.30 Sunday afternoon on Harrell Road. Joshua Bloom is accused of hitting two cars before running into the house. Bloom is facing first offense DWI and careless operation charges. Only minor injuries and damages were reported. In Iberia Parish, two men are facing charges after deputies say they knocked down power lines, telephone poles, and mailboxes. How they do that? Trying to move a home. Tony Domingue and Nico Como were accused of trying to move that home down Coto Holmes Road early Sunday morning. Sheriff's deputies say they told Domingue multiple times he needed a permit, but he still did it without getting a permit. That's according to deputies anyway. The home, according to deputies, was too wide for the road and got stuck. That's when, according to authorities, Domingue and Como ditched the home in the middle of the road. The incident left 700 people without power. Back in Lafayette, Dwight Bo Ramsey has died. Ramsey was a veteran of World War II and the Korean War. He received the Purple Heart after being wounded during that latter conflict. In the 1960s, Ramsey moved to Lafayette. He made his name as an oil and gas entrepreneur and as a civic leader. In 2015, Ramsey was one of the 11 people wounded during the Grand Theater shooting after he stood up to confront the gunman. Funeral arrangements are pending. Dwight Bo Ramsey was 94 years old. School will soon be out. Kids will have a lot of free time. That's why the Lafayette Police Department is reminding parents of the city's curfew. That curfew is 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Sunday through Thursday and midnight to 6 on Fridays and Saturdays. It applies to minors under the age of 17. 
In state politics, questions remain as to who will run in next year's governor's race. In fact, some people are wondering, where are the declared candidates? Kevin Gallagher has the story. New Orleans political analyst Ron Fauché says there was a time when, by now, there'd be a field of declared candidates this far out, but not this time. It is unusual to some extent. Attorney General Jeff Landry, Lieutenant Governor Nungesser, and even Treasurer John Schroeder are all talking about it, but no official announcements. And what about Senator John Kennedy? Fauché says he'll likely be reelected to the Senate this fall, so... Which is probably unlikely at this point. And then there's Senator Bill Cassidy. Will he? He said that he's given it some thought. Fauché says candidates will probably announce after the fall midterm elections. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In other news, <clears throat> excuse me, Bernie, you heard that? <laughs> if you're a gardener, <laughs> you may have noticed some unwanted visitors lately. David Grubb tells us what we should be looking for. Hammerhead worm sightings are up in southern Louisiana. These creatures tend to make themselves at home where they can find high temperatures and humidity. So they're feeling pretty comfortable right about now. The problem is they eat earthworms. And LSU Ag Center entomologist Nathan Lord says that in large numbers, they're a potential cause for concern. Earthworms are obviously really good for our uh, forests, our gardens. Uh, they're necessary for the health of those ecosystems. But the bigger problem they pose could just be to curious people and pets. So if you see one, remember a couple of tips. You probably don't want to touch it with your bare hands and you probably don't want to eat them. The best way to kill a hammerhead worm? Season it with plenty of salt. I'm David Grubb. Uh, okay, I have to go back to something this professor said a second ago. Why okay. in the hell would you even think about eating a worm? Ooh, no, I'm with you on that part. Although, you know, I was thinking about it while we were listening to it, and I said, boy, I got to pay closer attention when I'm outside with the dogs because they would both go after a worm. They'd be like, oh, that's tasty and delicious. Ew. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. In sports, two Louisiana Ragin' Cages are named to the All-Sun Belt team. Sophomore catcher Julian Brock and sophomore first baseman Carson Rockefort both earned first-team honors. The Cajuns Open Sun Belt Tournament play tomorrow against South Alabama. Powerball jackpot at $135 million. Nobody won the big one last night. Mega Millions tonight worth $143 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. If I win it, I'm buying a lot of throat lozenges. Yeah, well... That's probably a good idea, young man. Just saying. Yeah, I have <laughs> no idea what in the world is going on here, but whatever the case is, and we'll we'll just make do <laughs> do the best we can. And finally, Bernie, we yes. go to Alabama for this story. Oh, okay. A couple has converted a helicopter. And they bought a helicopter. Okay. This is interesting. They saw it on Facebook Marketplace. Uh-huh. They bought it. Yeah. Now, by the way, we should note, this is not just a random couple. They're both okay. U.S. Coast Guard helicopter pilots uh, well, stationed in Mobile. Makes sense. They saw, they saw a Florida man. Of course, it's a Florida man selling a helicopter, uh, putting it on Facebook Marketplace. So they got some ideas. Right. Okay. So they bought it, and they have now converted the retired aircraft into a helicamper. A helicamper. They've converted the helicopter <laughs> into a camper. I love this idea. I think it's smart. It's fun. It's innovative. It is innovative, and it features uh, numerous amenities, outdoor speakers, outdoor TV hookup, cable hookup. Uh, it swing, the TV swings around so you can watch it in bed or while you're in the kitchen making food. And while they're on the road, the camper apparently gets lots of attention. It, uh, it gets a lot of uh, car honks. <laughs> I would imagine it would. That's pretty creative considering, you know, they're helicopter pilots. They love it a lot. That's pretty neat. I wonder how much it costs to do something like that. That's what I don't know. Between mm. buying the actual helicopter and the renovations, yeah, I have no idea how much this thing costs. But looking at the video from 
whichever mobile TV station this is, this is the NBC affiliate out of Mobile, whatever the case is, uh, they spent a ton of money with the refurbishments and making this thing a camper. There's a, Apparently, there's a bed uh-huh. towards the back. Well, Let's you'd see. have they, to have that if it's your camper. Well, I mean, unless yeah. you plan to you know, pitch a tent outside every night. You yeah, bought sense. a helicopter. I hope like hell you're not pitching a tent. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. You better have a nice, nice bedroom in there. <laughs> so there's a, they have a bed. It's wood paneled uh, in the bedroom area. A lot of wood paneling here. Uh, they have a commode. There is a bathroom. Uh, there's apparently a small kitchen where mm. they can cook and, uh, and take care of themselves. And the helicopter does not fly. It goes on the back of a trailer bed, and they pull it around in a pickup truck. Oh. Okay, that's really imaginative. That's pretty cool, man. Love it. All right, coming up now on 716, I can guarantee you this, Ian. I'm thinking to myself, when Trooper Thomas Gosson retires, mm-hmm. he's probably not going to say to himself, let me get one of the state police uh, old vehicles and convert it into a camper oh, no. for, you know, like retirement in 30 years. That's a no? That's a you can bet on that one. Okay. You're correct. Yeah. All right, I can so imagine some other state troopers doing it, though. Yeah, yeah. some of them might. Okay. Um, they're just, you know, that's a kind of plain vehicle. Your news update <laughs> brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding, welcome home. Acadiana is going to see some widely scattered showers and a handful of thunderstorms out there starting probably late morning and going on into the early afternoon. Storms are going to largely be moving from south to north throughout the course of the day. So those thunderstorms could end up with a pretty decent downpour or two. A lot of lightning associated with some of them as well. So we'll have to keep our eyes out maybe for a strong thunderstorm as we make our way through the day. Overnight, we do see a bit of a break in the action. Mostly cloudy skies linger, but showers are going to be returning tomorrow. In fact, a wetter day tomorrow. Tomorrow, shower is going to be a little more sustained and longer lasting for your Wednesday. A couple strong thunderstorms in the mix then as well. This should all be clearing out by Thursday morning and gradually clearing skies through the day on Thursday. Dry air gets into the area, so humidity is going to be dropping. A couple nice evenings coming up. Lows could be in the 60s by the end of the week, and we could see a return of that sunshine just in time for Memorial Day weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 70 degrees, cloudy skies here at KPL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. So we still have that uh, traffic crash with injuries. It's West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. That's West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. And did get some more information from one of our app chatters who said, yes, the lanes of West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard are closed. But If you need to, you want to bypass that, take Johnston Street. Then you can turn left on Cajun Dome Boulevard and then pick up West Congress if you need, if I understand his directions correctly. Either way, just be aware. And, you know, Johnston Street seems like your best bet until they get this all clean. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. And rides home.
Coming up now on 724 on Acadiana's Morning News, Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan. All right, Ian, first off, good morning to you, Ian, and to everybody joining us who might be joining us just as they're getting in their car this morning. Okay, wanted to talk with you about West Congress at Cajun Dome Boulevard. Mm-hmm. One of our longtime listeners, Sophie, uh, said she had just uh, gone through that area. All she saw was just a police cruiser in that area so it sounds like it's uh, been cleaned up rapidly so just know that there was a little fender bender earlier west congress at cajun dome boulevard so you may see a police cruiser but it sounds like things are getting back to normal at that intersection thomas gossin joining us in studio so mm-hmm. um and look on my traffic map it doesn't show any red I, I like to leave the traffic you know shows you the different traffic flow mm-hmm. i think that helps out a lot and it doesn't show any red right there Okay, no red right good, there. Right? That sounds good. That's a huh? good thing. No red is good. Uh, that's right. Okay. Speaking of no red, um, boy, it's exciting. Uh, talking back and forth with a couple of teachers this week. Mm. They are super jazzed. <laughs> um, you know, students are, I'm sure parents are. A lot of people do decide, okay, once the kids are out of school, we're going to go ahead and take that trip. A lot of people head to the beach or whatever. Um Click it or ticket. Talk to us about that and why it's so important. Yeah, you know, click it or ticket is a campaign that we run. It, it runs statewide, and so a lot of agencies are picking it up, run and working on it. it it's just basically we really want to wear, raise awareness to the importance of seatbelts. Mm-hmm. It runs Monday through June fifth. Okay. So you know, first offense tickets you're looking at fifty dollars. You know, subsequent ticket seventy five dollars. Um, you know, it goes it goes up progressively. So. While that's not a whole lot of money, you know, the whole point of a ticket is to change behavior. And we're trying yeah. to get people just to, hey, look, this is, you know, and while that ticket may not do it, I uh, hopefully, you know, just understanding why and what happens in a crash, that might change your mind. Mm-hmm. One thing we understand that in 2020, the the number of uh, motor vehicle crashes increased by 14%. Okay, the wow. ones killed, they killed mm-hmm. in a motor vehicle crash. I did the numbers the other day in the Troop I area. In the last three years, we, we increased by 33%. Last year was high. It was really, really high in our area. We had just Troop I had 75 deaths. And, and that's, that's really troubling. You know, so far this year, we're doing great. We're doing better. I don't want to say we're doing great. We're doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we can continue this trend, which is seeing much less deaths on the roadway as of right now. But, you know, one thing that we did see is that 60% of the people who died in crashes were not wearing a seatbelt or not wearing it properly. So yeah. a lot of people, people don't understand is that, you know, you might get pulled over because you have it under your arm. You don't understand that the law states that it must be worn properly, not just fastened yeah. across your body. It has to be worn properly across your body, which means yeah. not under your arm. 
Which, because they design it that way. The correct. automakers do it for safety. Changes the whole design. Yeah. It's pushing all the pressure on your ribs as opposed to your sternum, the, your, the middle of your chest, which is really hard. So we want to make sure we keep that message going, keeping it out there. Now, one thing to keep in mind, you said summer's getting out. You know, you got drivers that are mm-hmm. 16, 15, 16, up to – when you look at that number, the, the group age between yeah. 15 to 24, it's even worse as far as the seatbelt usage and, and the number of occupants mm-hmm. who were – not wearing a seatbelt at the time. It was over 66% of the people mm. who got, got killed and were not wearing a seatbelt between the ages of 15 and 24. Mm-hmm. That's that's just way too much. And, you know, yeah. so when you stop and think how many people got a death notification because they did not have a seatbelt, just for that simple reason, it takes three seconds to put a seatbelt on. Not on, yeah. You know, they did not get it. You know, statewide, we're still below the national average. We're about 85% in Louisiana. Average is 90 in, in, this, in the United States. So we're still below. So we really want people to think about that, you know, and, you know, I posted something last night on my Facebook page. It was, it was a, it was a ad put on by, uh, I think it was by the Highway Safety Commission or somebody. Uh, it was really, really great ad that really just shows you the raw emotion of a death notification. And it's just, if you don't wear it for you, wear it for somebody who, Either depends on you, loves you. Yeah. Wear it for them. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with this is we've had seatbelts in cars for what? 50, 60 years years now. now? It's been mandatory in Louisiana for going on 25. Right. Why in the world are we lagging behind? Is there any idea as to why Louisiana is so far behind the national average? No, I don't know. But, you know, you brought up the dates and so... There are several vehicles that are actually exempt from doing this. So if you have vehicles that were manufactured prior to 1981, January 1st, 1981, so anything from, you know, in the 1980s on down, on back, um, they're not required to have a seatbelt. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, but, you know, I know a lot of people, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I deal with, you know, some, some car stuff, and a lot of people who have these older cars will actually retrofit their seatbelts in them Mark for safety, Pope. right? Every vehicle mm-hmm. that he has, you know, his two older vehicles, right. he had them retrofitted sure. to add the seatbelts. Sure, and it, it's a safety feature, you know, mm-hmm. while it's exempted, you know. And look, there's certain, you know, certain farmers are exempt, uh, mail, letter mm-hmm. carriers, uh, meter readers. There's, there's certain people that are exempt from wearing a seatbelt, but, you know, it doesn't, st- the crash doesn't know you're exempt. I mean, right. the, the forces involved yeah. in a crash don't know you're exempt. That dashboard, that windshield is not going to know that you're supposed to get a pass. It doesn't work that way. You know, so we just need to think about that. You know, I, it's so easy to say to yourself, well, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt because X, Y, and Z. It's uncomfortable. Or I feel like it bumps against my neck. Or, or you know, I don't want to crinkle my suit that I'm wearing or something. And, I mean, that one two-second decision yeah. Really could be just something that could be detrimental to your whole that, family's you know, future. That, that suit's going to get really crinkled in the casket, and and I hate I to mean, say that, but no, it's but true. It's Burning, the real you know, thing. I, there's been so many times that I've, I've I've gone with people or done death notifications, and when they when they ask and you know what happened, you know, and the seatbelt comes up, and it's like, are you serious? Like you're kidding me, right? Like that's mm. you know. Will it save you every time? No, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Right. But but again, when you look at the statistics up here, you know, especially in that young age group, 15 to 24, 66% were not wearing it. I mean, come on. That that just that's that's just unacceptable, Mm -hmm. especially whenever we know it's something so simple that could prevent, you know, 
a lot of times, one of the one of the latest ones I did, we we had a few fatals this past week, mm-hmm. and one of them was ejected. You know, and when you look at the car, you like that that would have been okay had he been had he been in the car, had he stayed in the car, he'd have been okay. Right. But but he wasn't. No seatbelt. No seatbelt. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's really tough. You know. And look, one thing I ran into, um, to kind of switch gears on a different yeah. note. Okay. One thing that I run into often um, is I get called about people getting flagged. They're light drivers. They go to renew their driver's license and it's okay. flagged. A lot of times when that happens, it's because they sold a vehicle or they um, they they changed insurance companies or they, they got rid of a vehicle or, you know, so. Okay. And what they did was they dropped their insurance, then they go cancel their plate. Well, here's the problem with that. You got to cancel the plate first. Ooh. If you if you okay. drop your insurance, then then the DMV is automatically notified that this license plate does not have insurance and that's a flag on your driver's license whoever that's registered to now the question there thomas is if you for example are switching insurance companies because you get a better rate from somebody Mm And you want to, but you're keeping the same car, obviously. Sure. At that point, do you have to get a brand new license plate? No, no, absolutely not. The insurance companies are supposed to notify the DMV. In fact, I had a, personally, my, my son had an issue with, they switched insurance companies and the insurance company did not notify. So it, when he went to renew his license and, and put his correct address on his license, mm-hmm. he, he was flagged. And when he looks back, they were like, well, you didn't have insurance on the car for a year. And we're like, oh, absolutely not. I did. And. He had proof. He showed proof, but he had to contact the insurance company, who in turn had to file paperwork with the DMV to show that to show it. they it was an error on their part. Okay. So no, but look, this is a common common problem. People will cancel it. They they know they're getting rid of the car. They cancel the insurance. Then they cancel the plate. You got to do it in the opposite direction. You got to always keep insurance on that car, whether whether it has a plate or not. A lot of times, people come to the troop to do a physical inspection on a car mm-hmm. and, and they call us first they're like look I, I, i'm trying to get my license plate for the car um you know how do i get this physical inspection and we tell them if you have the forms from the dmv showing that you're getting the physical inspection you have all the forms ready to go you must have insurance on the car you must mm-hmm. have a driver's license and bring those forms to us you can come to the to to the troop get that physical inspection done then go go to the dmv and get your plate but you got to have insurance on the car and that's the key you got to have insurance on the car you know I read the other night where there was a crash that hit a hit a house. Yeah, right? I got. I sure hope he had insurance. You know, I really, Gosh, really me hope, too. Hope he had insurance. You so. know, and people may think to themselves, "Oh, I have this great idea." Well, you know, the reason sometimes that uh, ordinances and laws are put into place is because other people mm. have had what they thought were mm. good ideas mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. and unfortunately. Um, you know, this was not a good idea no. to just suddenly decide, oh, let's move house. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. The, the house moving thing, yeah. that's, a, that's a totally different issue. You know, anytime you're going to move something, um, I think it's commercially above to over 12 feet wide. You have to have a, a wide load permit, 16 feet or there, there's certain there's certain categories. And I don't know them off the top of my head, Bernie, but right, right, certain right. certain widths of, of items need either a wide load sign, a private escort uh, anything past 16 feet, usually going to have a state trooper there. So you'll see us doing escorts and stuff. So, you know, and that when you see that happen and when you see us coming, a lot of times, you know, if it's 16 feet, I, I've done, I know personally I've done, you know, large houses or marsh buggies, things mm-hmm. like that, that are 20, 30 feet wide. Now, if you look at a regular lane on the roadway, it's about 11 feet. That's 22 feet right here in front of the studio. Right. We're going the whole way across this roadway. So, 
You know, a lot of times we'll be out there moving people completely off the roadway. When it's something that big, we usually mm-hmm. have two, one farther up moving people. A lot of times we'll get them onto side streets or even driveways if it's something very, very big. Yeah. But just be aware when you see those headlights uh, and those flashing lights coming at you, start, start pulling over. Start pulling over to your right. Speaking of headlights, Thomas, I want to go back to something we've spoken about on this program multiple times. And that's blue headlights, drivers that have blue lights on their cars. And I saw it again the other day on Interstate 10 where someone behind me had blue lights. I thought it was an officer. I pulled over. No, pickup truck that had oh, blue lights. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So Very again, much illegal. Yeah, very much It's very, very illegal. much illegal. But if you're in a situation like that, what do you do if you're the driver and you see those blue lights behind you? Look, you could always call 911. Know your location. I, I tell people all the time, try to... And, and we do this, especially when we were start first coming out doing our FTO training. The, the trooper that we're riding with, the seasoned trooper would ride. Uh, I know one, the ones I would ride with every once in a while, they'd just go, hey, what road are we on? And it's like, you better know where you're at. And the reason for that is that, is that emergency pops off right here. Where are we? And it's the same thing with us as, as drivers. Always try to pay attention to where you are. What road are you on at all times? But, but that being said, call 911, ask the 911 will bring you to whichever, whatever tower you're closest to. So it should bring you to the correct location. If not, they can always transfer you. But tell them you're, you, there's blue lights, you're trying to be pulled over. I know a lot of people were concerned the other night. There was a wildlife fisheries truck that was stolen, and this guy was, had made a stop or, or a couple of stops, okay, from my understanding, at least one for sure. Um, so a lot of people were putting on Facebook, hey, if you're getting pulled over by a, a law enforcement uh, truck, don't pull over. Which is fine. Call nine one one in that case. You know, you do have the right to, you know, continue on to a safe location, but acknowledge that the stop. So I would tell people, you know, put your hazard lights on, acknowledge, slow down, look for something. Stop now. That doesn't mean safe place, as in your home. You can't continue on and pass, you know, six safe locations, well lit or whatever you feel comfortable with, just to get home. It doesn't work that way. So you really want to pull over to a safe location. So. Look, don't be afraid to call 911, you know, and, and see who it is because we're going to call those stops in. Yeah. Yeah. And in the case of the headlights, the blue headlights, you know, which is still a, a huge issue. Yes. What can what can drivers do you in know, that situation? If they see something they feel unsafe. The headlights are steady. Um, you know, it's not a flashing light. Most most police lights are going to we, we do have a steady burn feature on our lights. But a lot of times we'll put those on when we're just stationary sitting still in a parking lot or something like that, or on the side of the road, sometimes we'll, we'll have them stationary. But for, for those headlights, you kind of can tell the difference between a, a hard flashing light. I mean, most, most marked units have multiple, multiple lights of all over. So it's kind of easier to distinguish that. But with those headlights, a steady burn, you know, if you feel like it's somebody, you just let them pass you by, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I've seen them too, personally, I've seen them. And, and here's the deal with those. By law, you're not supposed to have actually blue lights. Those actually are illegal because if you read the law when it talks about headlamps and color, it's it's specifically states n- that it can't be a blue or a tint of blue eye e- either. You know, mm-hmm. but the first thing people say is, "Well, they sold them to me." Yeah, I get it; they sold them to you, but they sell you anything. You know, you can be you, you can use things like that for car shows and things like that, but. Not not, not, not on the use. roadway. No, yeah. not on the roadway is the problem. So yeah. I know it's a problem, um, Ian, but again, using con- some common sense, you know, it, yeah. and, and will go a long way. Yeah. You know. So, Ian, you should be congratulated. 
for pulling over to the side of the road. Yeah, hopefully I mean, it was the right and not the left in the middle of the median of the interstate. Oh, yeah. yeah. That right, and that's the times. thing. It's, it's just getting out of the way. And the guy drove on by, and that's when I realized, okay, it wasn't a law enforcement officer. It wasn't like it was a traffic stop or anything. But when you see that, the instinct is move out of the way. Move over either to the side of the road or if they're coming behind you in the left lane, move over to the right lane to let them pass by. And that's exactly what happened. You know what lights throw me sometimes, too, Ian, is Mm -hmm. actually Uber and Lyft. They'll have a a, a blue electric light, uh, um, you know, super glued or whatever to the fixed to the windshield. From a distance, you can't see it. All you see is blue. Mm -hmm. Um, If you really read the law, that's the law 32318 states that you cannot have a blue light. Um, you know, you can't so, sell it, buy it, or install it. Um, uh, an electric blue light there on your vehicle, unless you're a law enforcement officer. So technically, they're breaking the law. Technically, if you read it by by the letter of the law, they're breaking the law. And I try to tell them to get a different color. You know, to get something yeah. different other than blue. But um, you know, just be aware of that. But again, there's a, you can kind of tell the difference between a, a, a flashing emergency police car as opposed to just a steady burn little blue light. Right. Some. Some. Some, yeah. Because there are small blue lights as well, you know, dash lights. So. Anything else, monsieur? No, madame. Okay. <laughs> Ian, I hope you, hope your throat feels better, buddy. <laughs> I hope so, too. Good Lord. I'm, I'm tired of sounding like Rod Stewart on a bad day. Oh, now we know what we're doing. It is, you know what? I wondered, I'd asked you last hour whether or not there might have been beverages that occurred on your night out on the town and whether or not there had been karaoke. He's pleading the fifth, huh? Well, yeah, yeah. He, he said, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, there ain't no fifth to plead. Last night was relatively <laughs> You drank a tame. fifth. I don't no, know you where drank this a voice fifth. is coming from. <laughs> mm-hmm. You better be ready for karaoke in the 8 o'clock hour, Ian. We want some Rod Stewart now, so. I may have to go find a fifth <laughs> to get prepared for that. It's coming up now in 741. Trooper Thomas Gosson, sir, as always, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Everybody, please buckle up. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit bias. Saturdays, 10 a.m. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. It is coming up now in 744 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian. All right, do you have too much time in your hands? Okay. Uh, that depends on who you ask. <laughs> Apparently, there are 11 people who do because they have applied to fill the unexpired term of Doug Palumbo on the Lafayette Parish Library Board of Control. No, there are braver not, souls yeah. than I am, I'll tell I you know. that. And I'm, I'm, you know, teasing about that because people do want to serve. So there are 11 different candidates. Uh, Claire Taylor did a great story in The Advocate uh, about it. The 11 candidates, the applicants are Leslie Alexander, Virginia B. Avenue, Claire Dawkins, Ludwig Galapta, Tim Howat, Daniel Kelly, Barbara Lamont, Erasto Padron Jr., Alicia Roberts, Joan Savoie, and Dr. Markia Whitehead. So, of those names, mm-hmm. I think Alicia Roberts, and I may be confusing her with somebody else. Uh, I think she ran the last go round. Tim Hoat definitely uh, was a uh, applied for the last time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, we shall see what the what ends up being uh, decided with all of this. At least you know. 
whether people agree or disagree with what is happen- happening at, you know, the levels of this board with the library, at least 11 people have become applicants. I mean, that to me, you know, and it'll be something I'm sure that will be debated depending on whoever is chosen. Um, at least people are out there trying to get involved. And that's the thing. And with the last go around, there were just as many, if not a couple more applicants. I remember there being nearly a dozen the last go around. So people have been involved from the get go. And I'm not sure if it's because of the current time we're in surrounding the library or if mm-hmm. this is something that's been ongoing. Uh, but the library board, for some reason, over the last couple of years has a- attracted a ton of people to uh, who've wanted to sit on the board. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. You know, people need to openly discuss issues, debate issues, and figure out what does work for a community. So maybe that is a positive side of controversy, perhaps. I don't know. Kind well, of my thoughts depends. in that direction. Contro- controversies in the eye of the beholder. It's like everything else. So well, exactly. We, we shall see what happens in the, at the June 3rd council meeting. Yeah. It's coming up now on 746. More of Acadiana's morning news coming up. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. It's coming up now on 751 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. Happy hey, Tuesday, hey, hey. Acadiana. Hello, Ian. All right, so today, you know, every day's got a national something or other. It's mm-hmm. Brothers Day. So happy Brothers Day to all your brothers. That's fun. Including the brothers from another mother. There, that too. It's National Escargot Day. Ugh, Let's I can live without the snail. Snail away with each other. Oh. <laughs> you know, I saved that just for you. Uh, it is National Yucatan Shrimp Day. What's a Yucatan shrimp? Well, you know, they live in little colonies on the Yucatan. They like to take day trips. Um, well, I don't know. I guess shrimp from the Yucatan Peninsula. I guess. Are they tasty? <laughs> I love shrimp, so I'm going to say yes. Um, I do prefer our shrimp, though. It is National Wyoming Day. Woo! Mm. Okay, and it's National Aviation Maintenance Technician Day. All right. So to those people, it's your day, National Day. Now, the Thank final one. Thank you for one, keeping us in the air. Absolutely, right? The national, uh, to the final national one, Ian. It is National Scavenger Hunt Day. Ooh, I like that one. Let's play a game. You ready? Okay. Okay. Here's some things you have to try to collect and see if you can get this. Okay. We got like 60 seconds, 90 seconds. Okay. A, a 50 cent piece or a $1 coin, a hairbrush, a juicer of any kind, a pair of Argyle socks, any kind of real sports memorabilia, a Barbie doll. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to find the Barbie doll. I have to run in the car to get the dollar coin or the half cent piece because I keep that in my volleyball you, uh, referee do you, kit. Do you really keep that in your volleyball kit? Yeah. I, for, I, coin for my toss? coin flip, for my oh, coin toss, I, I have genius. several different coins I use and I change it up with every school I go to. Okay. So I'll use a Susan B. Anthony dollar. Okay. I use a JFK half dollar. Uh-huh. I have a Canadian nickel. Okay. I have a Sacagawea <laughs> dollar. Uh-huh. And I have a bicentennial quarter. So I use all of them at various points during the season to flip the coin. Okay. Hair 
hairbrush. Got a hairbrush? Yep, got that one. Okay, juicer of any kind? Yes, I have a uh, a ninja juicer. Oh, cabinet. super nice. Because, you know, when I was thinking writing out this list today, I was thinking a juicer. You remember in the 70s, 80s when they had the old-fashioned type? Yeah, the Rob Peel versions. Yes, yes. Hilariously fun. Do you own a pair of Argyle socks? I have at least three pair. Oh, okay. Do you remember what colors? Uh, one is a red, white, and blue combination. Aww. The other one is a brown, teal, kind of black, something oh. like that, with some red trim. Yeah. And the last one is the last one is white with uh, uh, with blue argyle. Of course, you know all this. This is so fun. This is so fun. All right. Do you have any pieces of really good sports memorabilia? I'm trying to. Th- does pro wrestling memorabilia count? I Absolutely. have a hacksaw Jim Dugan signed two by four. Oh, a signed two by four. That's cool, man. Yes. Okay, and admit it. Do you have a Barbie doll? Do you have a Ken doll? Did you have those? Well, I'm a Ken doll. Does that count? <laughs> yes, you get a bell for that. Yes, you're adorable, and you're a young man. And well, let's face it, you're engaged to Barbie. Yeah, so it, it all really fits. It right? all works out. It, yeah. all, it all comes out in the wash. Yes, it does. <laughs> so did you enjoy the scavenger hunt? Did you like yes, it? Yes, I did. National Scavenger Hunt Day, people. Have fun at your office. Maybe do something like that. Um, and please send us video. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it show, it show us people running around trying to find the Barbie doll in the <laughs> yes. office. Okay, I love you. And Just I love that you have HR all those trouble coins. Doing it. Yeah, don't get in any HR trouble. Amen. All right, 755, we've got Fox on the way, and we've got American Ground Radio. Live and local every day in Acadiana, and the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KPL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KPL. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337 265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Investors may be hoping for another day like yesterday, which saw the Dow rise 618 points, saw the S&P 500 move farther away from bear market territory. The parent company of Snapchat said it will miss earnings goals. The CEO of Snap cites rising inflation, supply chain shortages, and labor disruptions. The top executive in Elon Musk's SpaceX company is defending him against sexual misconduct allegations. This after a published report said Musk exposed himself to a flight attendant in 2016. SpaceX president and COO Gwynne Shotwell sent an email saying that after working with him for 20 years, she had never seen nor heard anything resembling these allegations. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898. 
right now. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. President Biden over the weekend said the United States had an obligation to militarily defend Taiwan in case of an invasion by China. And just like that, America's longstanding policy of strategic ambiguity was seemingly annihilated in a single clumsy gaffe. I mean, at once, the White House went into post-Bidenism panic mode. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said, no, President Biden just reiterated our policy and our commitment to peace. Under Biden, America is weak and on the verge of internal conflict, and the rest of the world knows it. Maybe it's time to invoke the 25th Amendment. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Farr on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's a race pitting former President Trump against his vice president. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A Republican battle for governor in Georgia. David Perdue is backed by Trump, who wants Brian Kemp unseated for not doing enough to overturn the state's 2020 election results. Perdue says... If we want a Republican conservative back in the White House in 24, and we want a Senate majority back this year, we have to win this governor's race in Georgia. Mr. Perdue, he just riding the coattail of the mega king. He's among voters at a diner in Georgia telling Fox they agree with ex-VP Mike Pence that Kemp should be reelected. Kemp isn't for the party. Party is for the people. And I think that makes a lot of difference. There are also primaries today in Arkansas and Alabama where Congressman Mo Brooks is trying to overcome losing a Trump endorsement in a Republican Senate primary. In Texas, there are runoffs from the March primaries. In Minnesota, a seat in the House is up for grabs in primaries. Fox's Jeff Manasso. 20 people have filed for candidacy to fill the vacant 1st Congressional District seat that covers much of southern Minnesota that was held by Republican Rep Jim Hagerdorn, who died in February. And that's Fox's Jeff Manasso again. One of the candidates is Hagedorn's widow, Jennifer Carnahan, though she's in legal battles with Hagedorn's family. His sister endorsed another candidate. President Biden's flying home as Asia trip over. Before leaving, he was asked about Taiwan again. My policy has not changed at all. I stated that when I made my statement yesterday. And insisting U.S. policies not changed, though he angered China yesterday, saying if it attacked Taiwan, the U.S. would get involved militarily. American policy is just to help Taiwan defend itself. The president will return with gas prices at a record high again today. Triple A's is just shy of 4.60 a gallon for regular. Diesel's close to a record. Last year it was 3.17. The White House is reportedly considering releasing diesel now from the straight, uh, nation's strategic reserve because farmers and truckers are so dependent on it. That's Fox's Jackie Heinrich in Tokyo. America's listening to Fox News. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. 
No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Some parts of the south got hit with nasty spring storms. A massive tornado spotted in rural Texas, but widespread damage not reported yet. Areas of the Carolinas got hit, too. A suspected twister went through Boiling Springs, South Carolina. We've got multiple gentlemen in booms right around this power line trying to repair the damage that was done. We know that some people are without power right now. Matt, that's Matt Koufax with Fox Weather. Hurricane season starts a week from tomorrow, and later this morning we'll get a prediction. NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration will unveil its 2022 Atlantic Hurricane Seasonal Outlook today. This is the summer and fall long forecast where the federal team of tropical meteorologists will predict how many cyclones will form and how many will grow into hurricanes. The greater the number, the more chances one could strike a populated area. It's a good reminder to check to see that property insurance premiums are paid and to gather or stock up on supplies. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. Michael Sussman's trial resumes this morning. He's charged with lying to the FBI, not disclosing he was billing the Clinton campaign when he gave up tip about alleged links between Donald Trump and Russia. Caught up in the special counsel's probe and in the origins of that FBI-Russia-Trump probe. Yesterday, we heard from several current and former FBI officials during Michael Sussman's trial. The biggest name was the former head of the Bureau's counterintelligence division, Bill Priestap. Testifying against Sussman, Priestap claims they never met, but added that that he was briefed on the former Clinton campaign attorney's visit to the FBI. Sussman did meet privately with former FBI general counsel James Baker. Now, from that meeting, unverified information alleging covert communications between the Trump Organization and Russia's Alpha Bank made its way to pre-step. The FBI investigated the allegations but found no evidence of any Trump connection with the Kremlin-linked bank. Fox's Brooks Sigmund on Wall Street stock futures going back down this morning. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24 24- Seven news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 8.07 in the morning. Daniel Phillips has a 60% chance of rain in Acadiana today. Looking at the Dick 405,000, the showers that were over Vermil- or over St. Mary and Iberia Parish for the most part have dissipated. Now we're seeing some scattered thunderstorms pop up over Vermilion Parish coming in from the Gulf of Mexico and working their way northward. So if you're in Vermilion Parish, do be on the lookout. The rest of Acadiana, keep that umbrella with you as storms get ready to push through later today. Right now it's 72 and overcast at Lafayette Regional Airport for New Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start at the state legislature where a bill that would ban transgender athletes from playing amateur sports in Louisiana has received final passage. The House cleared the Senate bill yesterday and now it's on Governor John Bell Edwards's desk. The question is, what's he going to do this year? Brooke Thornton reports. Last year, Edwards rejected the bill which bans transgender females from competing against biological females in K-12 and collegiate sports. But political analyst Bernie Pizanat says... He won last year, but things have changed. Because there are enough votes to override the veto, and Edwards has gone on record saying the amended bill, which removes intramural sports, is significant. And so it's a better bill. Edwards could also not sign the bill, and it still becomes law without his signature. But as for this go-round... I'd be surprised if he vetoes it. I'm Brooke Thorrington. 
A bill that would fine Louisiana drivers for handheld cell phone use while behind the wheel is headed to the Senate. Brobridge Rec- Representative Mike Uval is that bill's sponsor. He amended it several times, lowering the fines from $500 to $100 before allowing the bill to reach the floor. The House also approved a bill that would outlaw hairstyle discrimination. The 74-24 vote came without any questions, without any debate. And from the time the full House took it up to the end of the vote, took only about a minute. The bill protects people with natural, protective, or cultural hairstyles from job, housing, and access discrimination. That bill now heads to the state Senate. Meanwhile, a constitutional amendment that would eliminate the governor's line item veto power is dead. The vote or the bill needed 70 votes to pass. Only 52 House members said yes. In Lafayette, police say a drunk driver hit a house and started a fire. It happened around 5.30 Sunday morning on Harrell Road. Joshua Bloom is accused of hitting two cars before running into the house. Bloom is facing first offense DWI and careless operation charges. Only minor injuries and damage were reported. In Iberia Parish, two men are facing charges after deputies say they knock down power lines, telephone poles, trees, and mailboxes. How they do it? By moving a home. Sony Domingue and Nico Como are in jail on a $125,000 bond. They are accused of trying to move the home down Koto Homes Road. According to deputies, the home was much too wide for the road and got stuck. Deputies also say they warned Domingue that he needed proper permits, but yet he still persisted. Deputies say Domingue and Como ditched the home in the middle of the road. Their move left nearly 700 homes without power. Back in Lafayette, Dwight Bo Ramsey has died. Ramsey was a veteran of World War II and the Korean conflict, receiving the Purple Heart after being wounded in Korea. In the 1960s, he moved to Lafayette, where he made his name as an oil and gas entrepreneur and as a civic leader. In 2015, he was one of the 11 people wounded during the Grand Theater shooting after standing up to confront the gunman. Funeral arrangements are pending. Dwight Bo Ramsey was 94 years old. School will soon be out and kids will have a lot of free time on their hands. That's why the Lafayette Police Department is reminding parents of the city's curfew. That curfew is 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Sunday through Thursday and midnight to 6 Fridays and Saturdays. It applies to minors under the age of 17. In state politics, questions remain as to who will run for governor next year. In fact, some are wondering, where are the declared candidates? Kevin Gallagher has a story. New Orleans political analyst Ron Fauche says there was a time when, by now, there'd be a field of declared candidates this far out, but not this time. It is unusual to some extent. Attorney General Jeff Landry, Lieutenant Governor Nungesser, and even Treasurer John Schroeder are all talking about it, but no official announcements. And what about Senator John Kennedy? Fauche says he'll likely be reelected to the Senate this fall, so... Which is probably unlikely at this point. And then there's Senator Bill Cassidy. Will he? He said that he's given it some thought. Fauche says candidates will probably announce after the fall midterm elections. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In other news, if you're a gardener, you may have noticed some unwanted visitors lately. David Grubb tells us what you should be looking for in your garden. Hammerhead worm sightings are up in southern Louisiana. These creatures tend to make themselves at a home where they can find high temperatures and humidity. So they're feeling pretty comfortable right about now. The problem is they eat earthworms. And LSU Ag Center entomologist Nathan Lord says that in large numbers, they're a potential cause for concern. Earthworms are obviously really good for our uh, forests, our gardens. Uh, They're necessary for the health of those ecosystems. But the bigger problem they pose could just be to curious people and pets. So if you see one, remember a couple of tips. You probably don't want to touch it with your bare hands and you probably don't want to eat them. The best way to kill a hammerhead worm? Season it with plenty of salt. I'm David Grubb. I'm still trying to figure out why anybody would consider eating a hammerhead worm. Well, I don't know about you, but I think I did try that when I was a kid. Maybe not the hammerhead, you know, worm, but like, you know, like, I don't know. There's some sort of flashback memory of me trying to, you know, 
I don't know. Did you ever do that as a kid? Oh, hell no. Oh, so wait, I can't be the only one that ever did that. Look, I was a picky kid, a picky <laughs> eater as a kid. I wouldn't eat meat. Do you think I was going to touch a worm? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I even thought about that. I guess because you said that. But, you know, little kids, because they're like, oh, what is this? You know, and little kids, like little two-year-olds, they, they try to put everything in their mouth. You know? Oh, here's some dust on the floor. Let me see what that tastes like. Look, unless it was a filet of fish <laughs> from McDonald's oh, with an order on. of fries, I probably wasn't touching it. Joe Kidd just checks and he says, wait, this dude's name is David Grubb and he's reporting on worms? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Man, that's well grubs, there. Like, grubs are kind of like a worm, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's exactly what they yeah. are. Yeah, okay. So Joe's the one who made the connection there. Well played, sir. Yeah, well played. okay, he gets a bell, right? Yes, he does. Yeah, totally. In sports, two Louisiana Ragin' Cajun named to the all-Sun Belt team. <laughs> sophomore catcher Julian Brock and sophomore first baseman Carson Rockefeller both earned first team honors. Cajuns open Sun Belt tournament play tomorrow in Montgomery, Alabama. They'll take on South Alabama in that contest. Powerball jackpot tonight, or excuse me, Powerball jackpot tomorrow night up to $135 million. Nobody won the big one last night. Mega Millions tonight. Worth $143 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. We have uh, several editions of When Animals Attack. Oh, boy. Okay, bring it on. What happened? Uh, well, really not when animals attack, but more so when animals turn up in all the wrong places. Ooh. Let's go ahead and hold on. If the computer will cooperate and nah. this mouse will stop <laughs> acting the fool, then this mouse not exactly an animal that's attacking. But let's go to Ohio for this first one. Okay. Earlier we talked about, uh, I forget where exactly it was, the ducks that were rescued from a storm drain. Yeah. Well, police in Broadview Heights, Ohio, came to the rescue of a young raccoon found trapped in the outdoor drain. Oh. Uh, they got a report of a raccoon in distress. They found he was trapped, and an officer took the exhausted raccoon to the, depart to the department's animal kennel to spend the night. They named him Little Kevin in honor of the officer who saved him. <laughs> Thank you, Little Kevin. If you're if you're a police officer and, and you find out that they named the raccoon after you because you saved it, I, mm. is that a badge of honor? I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I think we go to Colorado. Stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, was that? No, I just I think that's a valid question, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go to Colorado for this next one. You want to guess what animal we have in Colorado? Uh, a deer. Nope. It's time for our latest edition of Bear Watch. Oh, yes. Okay. Bring on Bear Watch. Let's go to Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Okay. Condo complex worker. Uh, mm -hmm. Got a big surprise when <laughs> apparently a bear walked in the front door and tried to rent, uh, rent a Ooh, unit. Okay. According mm -hmm. to the employee, uh, the door had been left open to let the warm breeze inside mm -hmm. the lodge, mm -hmm. uh, which is the name of the condo complex. Some cookies were left on the table I mean, when who, they opened the door. Who, and who wouldn't want to go for a cookie, right? Exactly. You know what happens when you're in Colorado in the middle of the woods. Uh -huh. You leave food out and you leave the door wide open. Were these the bear's going to say, special, hey, boo -boo. special cookies? That's an invitation. <laughs> So the bear wandered through the open door. Uh, the employee called maintenance and, of course, got the cell phone camera out. Um, the video shows the employee yelling at the bear to leave, but the animal, like, hey, I'm just here for some cookies. I'm just here for cookies. Uh, the bear, uh, the bear uh, took a cookie or mm -hmm. three, left some crumbs behind, mm -hmm. and then once he got what he wanted, he turned around and left. I tell you. Hmm. 
It's like the like the people that go to the credit union on uh, on Gilbo Road. They just go in, get a cookie, and leave. <laughs> Back when they had cookies before the pandemic. And lastly, we have a mountain lion sign in minute. Washington. Wait a minute. Did huh. you do that? Would you go in there just to rip off a cookie and leave? No, I was a customer. I couldn't okay. get away with that. Okay. And my aunt just worked checking. there, so I well, really couldn't get away okay. with it. Just checking. Okay, and finally? Lastly, we go to Kennewick, Washington, where over the last few days, there have been multiple mountain lion sightings. Oh. Uh, the Kennewick Police Department and the Benton County Sheriff's Office say they responded Sunday morning after a woman said she saw a cougar on her live security system. <laughs> her best then friend? Then she questioned her husband as to why the cougar was there. <laughs> The second sighting happened after residents saw a cougar jump into a nearby pool. Oh, come on. Well, summer's near. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And okay. then officers responded to a third call. They found cougar prints in the dirt. Oh. Make your own joke there. <laughs> oh. oh, hey, did you know our colleague Chris down the hall, mm-hmm. he said the he reported, uh, you know, this is a story that uh, folks are seeing now this morning. Apparently, there's a large black bear that's been spotted uh, kind of roaming in parts of New Iberia. That's not surprising because remember about, what was it, three, four weeks ago, we had one that yeah. popped up at a home in Broussard. Yeah. And again, we are in their habitat. Yeah. This is a true. situation where every year we remind people, lock your trash cans. Yeah. If you have any food outdoor, whether it's human food or animal food, bring it in. Lock it up. If you have a barbecue pit, make sure it's clean. Mm-hmm. Make sure that there, there's nothing scent-wise or physical that can attract a bear to your home. Because if you give them those invitations, they will take them. They will accept them. And the fact of the matter is, if you live anywhere along the Tesh Vermilion watershed uh, or even the Atchafalaya River, you are in bear habitat. Yep. Bears use those waterways as their pathways to get to and from wherever they're going. And if they find something within uh, within the range of those waterways, they're going to stop off and they're going to scope it out. Oh, yeah, they will. So remember, we are not alone. And Bernie, last year, you remember, on I-10, somebody hit a black bear in a driving rainstorm. Oh, man, it that was a rough day. Boy, we were stopped in traffic forever and ever and ever. You know, and the thing I kept thinking, I mean, it was just sad, obviously, because the bear was killed. But the bear got hit by an 18-wheeler. I can only imagine what the collision would have been like if it was just a regular, I don't know, you know, four door, four door sedan or whatever. Um, it, you know, that might have been not just the bear that perished there. Um, you know, so yeah, you do have to keep your, your eye out. So, um, okay, so Amy, we love Amy. She's listened for a long time. She mm-hmm. sent in a text and said, "Worms and grubs are not the same species." Oh, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Hmm. I mean, I guess I can, I just figured since they kind of looked alike that maybe they would be, but I didn't know that. I had no idea either. I I always assumed they were the same. Yeah. I mean, they look the same. You know, grubs, aren't they like, you know, kind of thicker and then shorter, but I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I so, don't know, but here's, here's one thing though. I do need to correct myself. It is okay why? to eat a worm if it's part of an Oreo dirt pie. Okay. Now you see. You're on to something there because those gummy worms, that's pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, okay, and nobody chimed in to admit whether or not if, you know, when they were a kid, whether or not they said, okay, I'm going to try a worm. I'm going to taste it and see what it's like. Nobody chimed in, so I may be all alone on this one, Ian. 
I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, I, I think you're all alone again naturally here. Okay. Well, you know, we all know I'm an odd bird. I'm a weirdo. Now I'm looking at a picture of a grub, and yeah, man, these are some ugly dudes. <laughs> they are weird looking, right? Yeah. But I did. Now, I always I assumed. Looking at it, now you can see that it, I never realized that grubs actually have legs. So thank you, Amy. Oh, I never knew this. God. Okay, we're learning so much. Are you going to do a story today about grubs and worms? I don't know. I, I'm kind of sick not looking at these things. They look like baby termites. <laughs> Nasty, huh? Hey, man, some people love to eat grubs. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'll leave that not, for the characters in The Lion King. I, I was going to say, you're not, you're like, no. No. <laughs> and and really and truly, they look a lot like shrimp, so now I'm reconsidering shrimp. Oh, no. Have I ruined the whole day for you now? Uh, you haven't ruined the day, but you've ruined my appetite. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Okay. It's coming up now on 821. What are her friends? Oh, good lord! For? This grub here looks like a tremor. Uh, what's it? What do you mean a tremor? You remember the movie, the worms that pop up oh, out of the ground? Yes. Uh, there's a picture here of a. It's called the grub of your nightmares. This huge grub, and it looks like a tremor. Okay, and this is real. Yes. Does it say what part of the world this is in? I don't know. I'm not clicking oh. the link. Okay. Uh, so I'm, you're I'm going chicken. through Google Images, and it fits this <laughs> in the palm of this person's hand. Oh yikes! Yeah. And you know what also I'm curious about? I can't remember. I think it's the beginning of summer. Maybe it's more towards the fall. But I have a pecan tree. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I don't, it's not just, you know, pecan tree, but other trees in your, in your yard. And there's always these yellow, small yellow looking worms. And apparently whatever is, you know, kind of part of, of their makeup, it stings you. Like it feels painful. If you touch it. Wait, what? So, yeah. So this happens every year. And I can't remember what the name of uh, of this little creature is. But they look like little yellow worms. They fall from the tree. And I have to be super careful because of the dogs. Are those those caterpillars? The, the yeah. Caterpillars? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's what they're called. I'm going to have to go see what season that is. I always forget oh, until I see season. the first it's one. It's this time of year. It's usually oh, uh, May through... Is it May, May to September, May to October? It's usually the hot months down here where you have to deal with them. Okay, so you know what I'm going to be doing later today, huh? Walking around with an umbrella while walking the dogs? <laughs> yeah, in my own backyard. My neighbors are going to love me. They're like, oh, there's the weird lady again. Okay, Ian, let's go to the phone lines because okay. someone is calling and perhaps they have more details for us. Yeah. Hello, you've You're called. You're talking a- about catabla worms? Is that what that is? Yeah, they probably. I, I think you could maybe get a couple of bucks a piece for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. Don't, so, t- don't tell. Don't tell people that fish your address. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you a question. It's okay if you don't want to answer. But when you were a little, little, little kid, did you ever try to eat a worm? No, I don't think so. Okay. I tried to eat a mud. I tried to eat a mud pie though. It had gravel in it. <laughs> Oh, did you hurt any of your teeth? Ow. No, not then, but since then, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't you love growing older? <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have a, gr- have a great day. We will. You too. Thank you. You too. Oh, Ian, I'm, I'm starting my, my, what little self-esteem I had left this morning. I, it could be actually under these floorboards here. I guess I was the only kid that thought, Oh, it's a worm. Let me see what it tastes like. No, 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 no. You're not the only one. You're the only one who's willing to, to admit. admit it. Okay. Yes, there that is that point. That makes you a brave soul. 
Okay. All right. I'm going to take that, Ian, only because we're friends and you're trying to make me feel better. And that's so nice of you. Um, but I think I need to a sign in here that says freak. I mean, it just could be could be possible. Nah, look, it, could, it could always be worse. Well, this is true. Your news update brought to you by <laughs> Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Acadiana is going to see some widely scattered showers and a handful of thunderstorms out there starting probably late morning and going on into the early afternoon. Storms are going to largely be moving from south to north throughout the course of the day. So those thunderstorms could end up with a pretty decent downpour or two. A lot of lightning associated with some of them as well. So we'll have to keep our eyes out maybe for a strong thunderstorm as we make our way through the day. Overnight, we do see a bit of a break in the action. Mostly cloudy skies linger, but showers are going to be returning tomorrow. In fact, a wetter day tomorrow. Tomorrow, shower is going to be a little more sustained and longer lasting for your Wednesday. A couple strong thunderstorms in the mix then as well. This should all be clearing out by Thursday morning and gradually clearing skies through the day on Thursday. Dry air gets into the area, so humidity is going to be dropping. A couple nice evenings coming up. Lows could be in the 60s by the end of the week, and we could see a return of that sunshine just in time for Memorial Day weekend. Mm. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Thanks, Daniel. All right, most Mostly sunny skies, 75 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Pretty beautiful out there today. You know, we were talking with that caller just a second ago about getting a little bit older. You know, <laughs> everything kind of seems like it might be falling apart. But here's the thing. This is the best time of year to really get out and have fun, whether it's with your kids, your grandkids. But if you're in pain, especially like when you go to the beach and you're trying to, to hang out in the water, and there's so much movement and you're moving around and look, whether it is your hips or something wrong with one of your knees, back pain, oh, arthritis and just other issues with our joints can be terrible. But the good news is there is QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is now available in Lafayette. That way you don't have to miss the fun. You know, a lot of people say that's the reason they don't go out and do different activities. You know, maybe your your kids or your grandkids do want to go out and do something different. But if you don't feel well, it sure makes it a lot harder. So get rid of that. QC Kinetics is so amazing. This is the ability for your body to rebuild and help the aching to go away. It's basically taking your own growth factors that have all these healing properties in it, right? So it just comes from your own body and then making sure it goes into the aching joints so that it it's regenerative. So it makes things better. It's a non-surgical situation. It's a repair and a restore of the damaged tissues that are in and around those joints that hurt you. QC Kinetics is here finally. You've heard national figures talk about how great this is and how much better they feel. So just don't don't put it off. Here's the number call today. You can get a free consultation with QC Kinetics. 337-243-4222. 337-243-4222. If you have those aches and pains, you don't have to deal uh, with that anymore. Look, no drugs, no surgery. This is using your own body to help your body repair itself. It's regenerative. Here's the number again, 337-243-4222.
337-243-4222. Why would you not? Don't put this off. Look, you've probably suffered for years. Call QC Kinetics today. Get your life back and get the fun back. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, a couple of hotspots traffic-wise. We got a fender bender, Johnston Street at Vital. That's Johnston Street at Vital. We've got one on East Penhook at Jefferson. That's East Penhook right at Jefferson. Got a little fender bender on West Congress. It is specifically between Senior Street. Oh, nope. Let me tell you again. It's closer to Foreman. So that's West Congress, closer to Foreman. So watch out in that area. Southwest Evangeline Thruway, right near 11th Street. Southwest Evangeline Thruway, right near 11th Street. Ambassador at Johnston. And that's going to wrap it up traffic wise. Please just buckle up out care today. It's coming up now at 832 on Acadiana's Morning News. And good morning to you, everyone. Ian, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. I just tried doing a vocal exercise a second ago. And yeah. well, when, I, when I hit the second to last la note, it, uh, my voice hit is like a piano out of tune. So <laughs> I'm not sure if my vocal cords are a little stiffer than usual today, but whatever the case, my voice is there, but it's not all there. That makes sense. Well, does it hurt? No, it doesn't. Okay, it well, I'm like, glad for you that. know what it feels like? It hey. feels like what you get when you have post nasal drip, mm-hmm. where you feel good, where but you wake up and apparently everything is dripped and it yeah. it just freezes up your your pipes. So that's that's what it feels like right now. But other than that, I'm I'm feeling all right, and hopefully by the end of the day, I'll get all the fna out and <laughs> and get it going. Hey, uh, Deborah, you score a lot of points, Deborah. She sent a text via the KPL app. 50 songs for kids. One of the songs, I'm going to eat worms. Oh, <laughs> so. oh here's the thing. It could be worse. Thanks, Deborah. At least they're not eating glue well, or you paper know. or okay, anything now look, like that. Glue is tasty, okay? <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. The I'm regular not, Elmer's or the gel glue? I, I loved the Elmer's as a kid. No, I'm kidding. But, I mean, come on. What kid didn't try a little Elmer's glue? You, now, Play-Doh, you, I could see that. Okay, are you going to... Okay, well, we'll talk about Play-Doh in a second. Put put Play-Doh on the back burner. <laughs> Let's talk about this Elmer's glue. Are you going to tell me, as inquisitive and as super smart as you are as a kid, you didn't think to yourself, well, I should taste it because right on the Elmer's, it always said non-toxic. No, I, I never did. I sniffed it. <laughs> My problem was, wasn't eating the stuff, it was sniffing it, and it came to pass in first grade. You remember the, the scented uh, markers and the scented crayons? I loved them. Still do. Well, apparently, I was going back and forth between the blueberry and the orange, and I got myself so high that I passed out. <gasps> Ian! It was the last day, it was the day before Christmas, <laughs> or the last uh, day of school before the Christmas break. This is- and it was early dismissal. All I remember is going back and forth, back and forth. And the well, next yeah. thing I knew, I was in my dad's car on the way back home. <laughs> you telling me you sniffed so much on those markers you passed out? Really? It was the crayons. The markers had such a horrid scent to them <laughs> that you learned on the first lift. Uh-uh, you can't do this. Because even though they had the, the flavored scent, they still had the, had the odor of marks a lot. So you really couldn't do it too much with the markers. But the crayons, ooh. Those uh, those bastards are sneaky. 
love the markers, man. I, I didn't care. I thought the they smelled so great. I loved the blueberry. I remember that vividly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, smelling the markers was fun. I can't believe you passed out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I had a nice little nap that day. <laughs> okay, so note to self, any children listening, don't sniff markers. It's wrong. When here's the don't thing eat now. the glue. <laughs> With the crayons, they don't even do the food flavored uh, scents anymore. Yeah, because well, probably- they changed them. They changed them to rose. The cherry became rose. Mm-hmm. I forget what blueberry became. I forget what the orange well, became. But they, but they changed the scents that way. Kids a didn't sniff them all the time, but also b didn't, didn't eat them. them. Yeah, I mean as it is. I mean think about that. You know, a kid would be like, oh, that's cool. Okay, play doh. Did did you ever taste the play doh? No, but I whiffed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Look, Play-Doh is still to this day one of my favorite scents of all time. Oh, I yeah. love the smell of Play-Doh. It's got a great smell. And yeah, it does. Did you ever have any of those Play-Doh kits? You know, where it was like make a pizza or you know make cakes and stuff. Do you did they have those when you were growing up? Do you remember nah, playing with those? No, not that I can recall. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you knew not to eat it, but. I do remember trying that as well. <laughs> do you think that was foreshadowing for the fact that I, don't know. I now love food? <laughs> maybe. Maybe for both of us. By the way, here we go. Uh, the the Crayola Magic Sense. Yes. Uh, these are what they are. And apparently, let's see, this is four. Six, okay. So these are what they became after they retired all of the, the food. Uh, Side of it. Yeah. The, the food sets. So black was leather jacket. Uh, brown was dirt, light blue, uh, looks like a powder blue, was fresh air. Green, Matt, I can't tell if that's the jungle green or the true green, but it's uh, it was eucalyptus, which that was a great uh, color, a great scent as well. Uh, the, the peach color, uh, the flesh uh, tone color was baby powder. Pink was, became shampoo. It used to be bubble gum. Oh, um, yeah. The red was cherry. It became rose. Uh, looks like a periwinkle color. It was daffodil. The gray was smoke. Uh-huh. Uh, there was another uh, brown in there that was a, <laughs> almost like a salmon tone. They called it lumber. Then there was cedar chest, which was a dark brown. Lilac, which is another shade of blue. Uh, there was another, let's see. There was a darker blue that was new car smell, which smelled like an air freshener. <laughs> there was a, a pinkish hue called tulip. Then another light blue called soap. And then a, uh, the pine green was pine. Oh, man. You know thank what you, I, Wikipedia, for helping me relive my absolutely. Uh, childhood. And I'd like to thank eBay because I just purchased Fruity Crayons 60-pack <laughs> no. for $9.95 plus free shipping. Hold All on. Wait. Right. You, you did not. <clears throat> I can either confirm to tonight whether or not I might have put my email address in because I already have an account there and... Uh, might have purchased wow. uh, some delicious crayons for your uh, chewing and you know <laughs> consumption pleasure. Me now uh, here's mm-hmm. here's the thing with this. This is how I know I was a Crayola kid. Yeah, I correctly identified eucalyptus as jungle green. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia, for confirming. Oh God, I can't believe you knew that. Now there's this other box I was thinking about, but it's too much money. But this here's one, the thing: it's twenty nine ninety nine, and it's only got sixteen. But it looks like one of them is a Christmas tree flavor. Ooh. So that one, if I were to purchase that, you'd get all the crayons, but that one. <laughs> but here's the thing with that. Yeah. As a kid, for as much as I loved the Senate crayons, yes. my dream 
Mm-hmm. And it's the one thing that I can take care of now because I'm old enough to buy them for myself, but I, I've never had the inclination to now anyway. I always wanted the big granddaddy 96 Crayola crayon set. Yeah, really? Uh, I, I got the 64, but I mm-hmm. never got the 96. Yeah. I One time did I ever get the 64, but it was later on, years later, is the one that had the pencil sharpener in the back. Uh-huh. And it's only because I actually had a project in school. I, th- I think it was seventh or eighth grade. Because, you know, my parents are like, here, here's eight crayons. You don't need any more crayons than that. Um, right. But And I don't know if this is just a generational thing. For those of us who were kids of the 90s or those who were in the middle of, the, of Generation Y or the quote-unquote millennial generation. Yeah. By the way, the kids today are not millennials. We are. So don't go insult us by calling these little <laughs> kids millennials. Now that I have that off my chest, um, those of us in that generation, I, I don't know if this was a, a, a crayon war or what, but you'd see one person come in with the box of 16. Yeah. And somebody invariably would come in with the box of 24. Then, yes. Uh-uh, somebody had to one-up that, the box of 32. Yes. And then someone would always show up after that with the box of 64, the box mm-hmm. of 96. Their parents loved them more, It was always trying Ian. to outdo the others. <laughs> and then someone would come with markers. And then someone would come with the Senate markers. And it was after a while, the teachers... Put put a specific number of crayons on the list. That way, everybody had the same, <laughs> same number. Same box came of with crayons, more. yeah. And if you came with more, they told you go back and get the right box. They ruined the fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So there I'm teasing. you go. I'm absolutely teasing. No, so uh, just get ready. Sixty different flavors. Uh, but I didn't. Let's see. What is the brand here? I didn't even look at the brand. I just. Clicked it so quickly because it said 60 of them. Okay. Oh, wow. You're going to love these. Okay. Okay. And they are used, but, ooh, okay. I think you're going to like crayons. Well, yeah, because if they don't, uh, of course, man, you don't make them anymore. They are, they do not. Um, 60, uh, the, the hours of creative, fun, lovely. Okay. Very good. Oh, and then they do have the uh, actual crayon ones. The Magic Scent, as I referenced, $30 for those. I think that's a bit much for our fun crayon uh, experience. Let's see. Oh, there's your bubble gum in there. Strawberry, banana, lemon. Ooh, Ian, this could be, I may have to, mm, licorice. Mm -hmm. Did you ever? mm -hmm, Lime, peach. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this one I can't read. Oh, there's a bleach scent? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Peach. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, thank God. There's blueberry. Okay. Coconut, fresh air, cherry, chocolate, pine. Ooh, an extra banana in here. Mm. So they had two in this one. Interesting. And orange flavor. Okay. So what about mud pies? You ever ate a mud pie or a piece of a mud pie? I've had a moon pie, but not a mud pie. (laughs) It's coming up now at 842. You are listening to Acadiana's Morning News. And now I'm on a search for the night of the box of 96 crayons. Uh-huh. All right. Hey, if you get that box of crayons, I want like some, you know, Picasso-level stuff created for this studio. You can get a stick figure in multiple colors. That's about it. <laughs> Will you buy me a Play-Doh set? Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon. Next on News Talk 96.5. Cape 2. It is coming up now on 845 on Acadiana's Morning News. 
Bernadette Lee, Ian Ozan. Okay, so one of our friends called. She hasn't called in a long time, so I was speaking with her, Ian, uh, during the break, and okay. uh, she's listened to the show forever. Um, anyway, so she's retired, so her listening habits are a little bit different. But she did mention something that I thought was interesting because it reminded me, you know, I've had anemia, you know, like uh, some bouts, some big bouts of anemia, like three different times in my adult life. Mm -hmm. So I I thought about pica because one of the reasons I knew I was like something's so different because I started chewing ice and I constantly was chewing ice. I mean, like for days at a time and it was my thing. And then I was like. You know, why do I feel so bad? And somebody's like, hey, you might have pica. And sure enough, uh, I was a little bit, you know, anemic. Um, and so why the ice was one of the things, but it's very common. Anyway, so maybe there is something to it, Ian. I don't know. Maybe. Does it go back to the eating the glue? Um, I don't know. No, look, I only tasted the glue. I never, like, had a feast with it. It wasn't like an appetizer or anything. (laughs) Now, I've gone down the Crayola rabbit hole. Okay. And apparently on their website, there's an entire section for adult coloring. Oh, dude. Well. Where you can buy signature premium watercolor crayons. Yeah. They're also, let's see, floral designs, markers, pencils. They even have books. Like, if you wanted to draw the Mandalorian, you could do that. They have a book for that. <laughs> Wooden art set, more than 75 pieces. Ooh. So if you still have that kid inside of you, <laughs> yeah, Crayola will gladly take your money. <clears throat> so I guess for Christmas, that's what we're getting each other. I, I, I'd be down for that. <laughs> and by the way, it's no longer the 96 box. Oh, it's now the 120 box, which covers Ooh. every color that Crayola does. Yes, apparently every color ever invented in the whole world. And I'm loving it. According to Crayola, you can buy it either at Office Depot or Wally World, so or Target. <laughs> I just know how this day is going to go. I know tomorrow there's going to be a thing of crayons on the desk in here. I just, <laughs> I understand you want a deep, deep level. Okay, as we're you know kind of sharing stories here this morning, I do have. Two stories from Florida for you. Okay. And I have one from Alabama and one from Maryland. So what what would you like to start with first, my Let's dear? Let's go to Alabama. You'll go to Alabama, Greenbow, Alabama. No, it's not in Greenbow. All right. A 26-year-old man from Alabama. Mm-hmm. He's been in an online relationship with a 24-year-old woman in Oregon. They've been in an online relationship two years. And last week, he finally moved from Alabama to Oregon. I can see where this is going already. Yeah. Um, she apparently did not want him to move there, so she hit him in the head with a metal baseball bat and fractured his skull. Oh, good Lord. That is not what I expected. Uh, yeah, she's under I arrest. I thought going to say she was fake. Right. No, I know. Like, yeah, a catfish thing or, you know, whatever. No, she was real, and she really hurt this guy. Creepy. Okay, Maryland, would you like to go there? Uh, anywhere but Oregon. <laughs> well, there or is Alabama, a, rather. This is this is a weak stomach alert. Okay. Right, can, do you think he can handle? I'll be able to make it. Okay. A uh, 56-year-old woman in Maryland had her family over last week and served him milk, but uh, there was some stuff floating in the milk. Uh-oh. Okay, you ready for this? We, we we may not even get to Florida. Uh, 
it, this is just so bizarre. Apparently, she had taken shavings of dead skin from her feet and put it into the milk. Yes, I swear to God, this happened in Maryland. The woman is now facing 25 years in prison. Yeah, I, did you pass out? No. Were you I, sniffing markers? <laughs> no. I was thinking when you said weak stomach alert and you mentioned milk, I was going in a totally different direction. I didn't expect the... Mm-hmm. I didn't expect pedicure shavings. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Sorry, do you feel okay now? I'm good. Are you ready to accept uh, some Florida stories? Let's go to Florida. Make it? Okay, real quick. A couple in Florida got in an argument on Sunday morning. Why are these people always fighting? I tell you. Uh, they were fighting over who was going to cook breakfast. The, uh, the woman ended up throwing a bowl filled with raw eggs at this guy. He was okay. not hurt, but she was arrested. I mean, obviously, what's wrong with people? Why argue when you can go to Waffle House? I don't know, man. These people, there's something crazy wrong about them. Yeah, there is. All right, finally in Florida, a woman in Florida got into a massive fight with her boyfriend. She was drunk. She destroyed his TV, mm. his furniture. And then this this lady, what a sicko. She poured bleach into his fish tank, and it killed all of his goldfish. What? Hey, Ian. That's just cruel. I'm telling you, I feel so much better about it eating a bite of mud pies, tasting the glue, deciding to try what a worm, see what it tastes like. I'm okay with it now. Yeah, at least we you didn't know? turn out like this woman who <laughs> killed off goldfish with bleach. Good Lord. See, don't you feel better about yourself now? <laughs> I feel much better about myself. Okay, it's coming up now on 851. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we do. God willing that the checks don't bounce. We are here tomorrow morning from 6 to 9. Ooh. With Winging It Wednesday, Mark Pope, Jacob White will be in studio tomorrow. We'll be here. We trust you'll be here too. All right. In the meantime, look, let's let's work on it and try to do it. We're not perfect beings, so we're just trying to do it. Ask your friends, did they try to eat a worm? What did it taste like? <laughs> did you taste the crayons? All of it. And can we try, no matter what the answers are, to love one another? Amen. Oh. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stock futures are lower ahead of the opening bell this hour. Parent company of Snapchat, Snap, fell almost 30%. The company is cutting its earnings forecast because of economic challenges, including rising inflation and interest rates. And that's causing investor concerns about other social media stocks. Shares of Best Buy rallied in pre-market trading after reporting better than expected revenue in the first quarter. This, even though the electronics retailer missed earnings forecasts. Best Buy made $1.57 a share, excluding restructuring and amortization costs. Analysts were expecting $1.59 a share, according to Zach's investment research. Adjusted earnings per share are down almost 30% from a year earlier. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Roger Stern, invested in you. 
America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now.